G'day team and welcome to the Two Towers Podcast, a Middle Earth strategy battle game podcast. I'm Geordie. And I am Albert and this is episode number 17. The big 17. Yeah. Chugging along now, we're good. All right. So here we go. <laughs> we said that we last said that time. three months ago. <laughs> but this time we mean it. Totally mean it. Um, so we're back for an interesting little tournament, 500 pointer, but it's not a standard tournament. So Geordie... Would you like to tell us all about Forgotten Heroes? If I had to say the least standard tournament ever, it's probably this one. Really? Even more a non-standard lot. than David Leonard's outings? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. A lot goes on here. Okay. okay. Um, and I, I mean this with all love. Kylie, this is not a tournament for a new player. <laughs> there is a just, lot. Just because of how much is going on? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And this is what I mean. I frothed. frothed this tournament. Yep. I loved it. Yep. There was eight different special rules for everyone and it just goes off and there's yep. a lot to it, which is good for me. I can quickly learn rules. I can quickly adapt to new things. That's fine for me. But for a new player, maybe not. But let's actually get into it. I've, I've jumped in. I've gone in the deep end. So there's my little disclaimer. It was a very fun tournament. I had a great time. So that's the... the I want to get that across. I don't want to <laughs> come across the wrong way here. Really, really fun. So talk talk us through in terms of the details. So yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, it's yeah. is a one dayer, yeah. Yeah, I came in swinging a one dayer. There's four games on the day, and it's five hundred points. Four games is a lot in a single day. Four games is a lot. Like I think minimize even minimize runs. Minimize is four, but, the, but it's, it's only three hundred points, points, which is like an hour yeah. max. So um, different so kettle of fish. At five hundred points, you do get a bit more game in there. Um, so it did take a while. I think it was like like a. About, run about 11 till 8 p.m. or something. So we went all day, basically. That's a long day. That's a long day. And so you mentioned just before that um, there's a load of special rules. Do you want to kind of go into a little bit of detail on what the flavor of those are and, and how they kind of interact throughout the day? So the first thing is unnamed heroes only. Yeah. Nice and easy. Hence the name Forgotten Hence Heroes. The name Forgotten Heroes. Yep. What would happen is at the... At list submission, mm-hmm. Kylie would send you basically, she has this like Excel spreadsheet with a bunch of randomizers that will give you a result. And she would send you a group of special rules to right. pick from. Okay. Um, uh, one of the examples was there's some easy ones. So it's just like this character gets plus two fight, but minus one fate. Okay. That's nice. easy. Nice. But then there were other ones. For example, one of my starting ones was. Um, one of my complicated starting ones was like, if this was a target of a spell, you may perform X ability. And when you perform X ability, you know, like sure. there are a few like triggering things and yeah, resulting okay. things and okay. which is not which necessarily is, a special rule, but like a special interaction. Is that how you would describe that? Like, obviously it's a special rule, but it's yeah. more, more focused or targeted than a lot of the current special rules for profiles. Yeah. And like, this, I don't know if this was like Kylie's just sort of game designer having a field day because she had, there were like probably 50 up special rules. Like it was crazy. And wow. uh, I mean, like one of the other ones I got was just an alternate new spell. And in this case, uh, it was like on a five plus summon a unit, which we'll elaborate on very shortly, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so lots going on. Yeah. Uh, so you got that once you submitted your list officially. Yeah. She would give you a set of things to pick from. And at the end of every single round, you gained an additional three of these special rules or stat right. buffs or decreases. 
All right. So by the end of the day, you got four four games. So you you're juggling a lot of special rules by the end yep. of it. Twelve special rules across any number of heroes. Oof. And when you see like a captain across the table, you go base stats. You know, fight six, whatever. Two attacks, two wounds. Yeah. Two might. Here, no, 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 all no, of that's no, out no. the window. You yeah. see a captain on the other side of the table. You have to go. What's all these special rules? He's a major threat. Yeah, yeah. You go. Oh, he's fight eight. He has strike. Oh, he has mighty blow. You know, like yeah, you know, it's got yeah, all yeah, these yeah, like yeah. accumulative yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And there's there were some bonkers combos on the day. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, again, there's a lot going on. This is a tournament designed for me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> basically. Sure. So loved it, um, and anyone who's heavily into the game or pretty like rules nerdy like me, you can probably uh, head to this one next time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I couldn't go to this one, uh, obviously. Um, if you want to know the reason for that, maybe have a listen to episode 15 of this mm-hmm. podcast where we mm-hmm. talk at length about something that's probably not really tournament related. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at that. You managed to get along um, on the day, Geordie, and yeah. we'll be talking a bit about your army, but we might also have a special guest on. Yeah, so uh, one of the blokes up in Melbourne, Alex Colisante, uh, was there on the day and just sort of mashed it out as well and it'll be cool uh i thought it'd be cool to get someone else's perspective on this tournament just to see how they feel it ran as well yeah uh, yeah, yeah definitely because like i i did i had a terrific time and i think everyone there did especially the the uh the familiars we'll get to that in new powers rising well speaking of familiars and armies shall we get into what you're actually taking and maybe also what alex is taking yeah yeah let's do it Today is at hand. All right, g'day team. Here we are. I'm with a special guest host, Alex Colasante. How are we going, guys? Nice. So, Alex, uh, we've just uh, we've gone to Carly's tourney, and we're just doing sort of a, a recap on the whole experience. First of all, I mean, you've, you've snuck on the potty before uh, as an interviewer, interviewee. Uh, How's your hobby journey been and how did you get into the game? Um, we're going to go back a while because <laughs> I'm, I'm a young lad in, in the game. I'm, um, but I started back in about 2006, 2007 with the old uh, Diagostini magazines, Very like good. many others. The difference was I was about seven or eight years old when those came out. And I'm begging my parents <laughs> from home to get everything. Mines of Moria, the Hobbit set. We're, getting, <laughs> we're buying it all. Oh, wow. Um, High school, uni is the classic drop-off, so most people drop Always. out of the game for a little bit. Always. There's um, different things on our minds at that stage, I for think. For sure. And then about, I think about 2018, came back in, went to Sill, I believe, that year. Oh, sick. That, um, that must have been, uh, I think, the one that Albert rejoined, so... Yeah, it would have been about... Entering then, the yeah. fold at the same time. Um, got smashed by Kyle. He took another year off. <laughs> um, yeah, I would take a year off <laughs> after that, too. And then came back, uh, sold a lot of armies that I had bits and pieces of and just tried to start to focus on a couple key armies and kind of gone from there. Good way to go. That's interesting, actually. So in order to make sure you hone in, you've sold off the other one. Yeah, like I was talking, I had like a box of Morgul Knights with no mortal. Yeah, and just, yeah. just random stuff that looked cool as a kid and I yeah. painted. Ah. And then I'm sitting there like, well, I can't do anything with yeah. these. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, the Mono Mogul Knights are cool. This, but they are that's awesome. fine. We yeah. can touch on now. I'm sitting there going, "Why do I get rid yeah. of?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to segue into a new power is rising, and Alex, you're going to join in on this. So we'll get to hear all about your army too. Perfect. All right. So look, we'll start off with your army, Alex, and we'll make sure to get some snaps on the old Insta because your army's very interesting. What the <laughs> hell is going on here? Um, look, it, it's a bit of a fever dream, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> so I've gone for a Minas Tirith list. Yeah. And I will it. say this is my first good army ever. I, oh. I love evil armies. Yeah, they're good, cool. good. They're, they're just way better. Men after my heart, yep. Absolutely. And I decided, you know what, they're, they're cheap. Everyone's selling off their Gondor halves of <laughs> certain <laughs> starter boxes. I can get into this. Yep. Um, so I've gone for a baby pink armored gondor that's the best way to put it mm, um mm. they're a sight to see i will say um the main thing is you can see them on the battlefield they're uh, very oh, noticeable very much so they do not they do not blend in no but i think that's the most exciting part of this um please explain um honestly just wanted to spice up my <laughs> my painting adventure i i talked with john on the last potty about my eyes and guard that now is a like a wine red armor and gray skin so yep. they kind of stand yep. out a bit just because I realised I was painting just like movie, movie skin on orcs yeah, and cream yeah. cloaks, we got and bog standard. it was yep. just the bog standard. And I'm just I, they look they look good. I enjoy them, yeah. But it just gets to the point where you're just like, I just want a bit of a bit of fun, a bit of spice. I want to work with it some different colour palettes. Yes, well, um, that's that's a good that's interesting thing, yeah. sort of point to jump off of is you get to expand your palette, absolutely, and like you get to learn to work with colours so that if you ever I don't know do like a pink highlight on some elves or whatever. Mm. You know how to work it. And yeah, I've learned that you have to work this thing up very, <laughs> very slowly. I, I, I'm a classic... I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a good... I paint to play. Yeah. Yep. So, but, um, so chucking down a base coat, a wash and a highlight, that was all it was for me. Yeah. And then I got to the point where, wait, I can't put baby pink on top of purple. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask that because I saw these guys when they were halfway painted. Um, we did a bit of practice games. We'll get to that in a bit. And you do start quite dark, but yes. as you can see on the Insta, they end up very bright. So tell us about that transition that you've, uh, you've figured out. Um, yeah, so the main thing is I obviously wanted the look of kind of the washing in the recesses, but it's, I feel like it's harder to do with the, the bright pink. Mm -hmm. So the main thing started with yeah, a dark purple and then a kind of medium pinkish washed over it with I think Drucci Violet yeah and so then get it and then built it up from the, the medium pink up again to the the pinks the, <laughs> and, and on that last baby pink you just had to keep putting layers some of them you can see they need a couple more layers even yeah. now yeah. Um, which is good to know because now I think anything like yellows bright greens anything like that and yellows fucking yeah, hard to I assume so, so absolutely when I paint my yellows I actually start from like a grey into a pink into a yellow because I found like going from red to orange just doesn't translate to yellow when you get to the high points. Mm. But that's a whole separate section. Yeah. It was just funny that the colors linked there. No, absolutely. Um, so that's cool. So you've learned like you can't just get away with one or two cheat layers because yeah. the color's so bright that you can't conceal like a half coat, you know, where it's no, sort of yeah, washed you, out a bit. Because you can see straight through. You can see straight through absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, very good. Very good learning point. Um, all right, so... You <laughs> You got a bunch of pink boys. Yes. Is there a theme to it? Is there a rhyme or is there a so, reason? So the main thing was obviously 
and we'll talk about this later, I yep. assume, we have no-named heroes. Yeah, yeah. So we can't just pick up your Boromir and go, this is him, Os- Osgiliath, yeah, and he's true. just fighting men. So I was thinking, i got to choose somewhere in Gondor. I don't want it to be Minas Tirith itself, because yep. that's a bit boring. Yeah, well, I like this. So the no-named hero theme has let you go nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. cool. honestly, I don't think I would have justified in my theme doing the pink if a it pink wasn't Boromir. for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and obviously he will eventually yeah. be a pink boy. There will be a pink Boromir for sure. Um, but for now, I can get away with it and say, yep. yeah, so these are my kind of pin uh kind of Man. troops from down from the south of Gondor. Um, they've done away with their green because that's boring. Yeah. They've found some yeah. clay, pink clay deposits that they've gone and, and chucked because it's just cheaper. It's yep. cheaper for the economy, yep. so that helps. No. Um, so they've got to they gotta get, get around it somehow. Oh, uh, very yeah. good. Oh, Pinneth Glen, <laughs> hey? So, yeah, I mean, I've heard of that because there's the, the Knights of Pinneth Glen, like the Green Knights, and mm. they're supposed to be pretty funky. So they've, they've done away with it and they've become more of a, a, a surf economy and they're all... Absolutely, because their, their lord that comes down, I'm pretty sure he ends up going back to um, the Pelor and dies of the gates of oh, Minas Tirith. Great. So I was like, yeah, cool. So I actually tried in my games. I didn't tell anyone. He did not call a single move. We call in combats and strikes only. We'll talk about uh-huh, how he gets strike later. Yeah, sick. Um, but it, my objective was to get in. If he dies, he dies. But he dies gloriously and to the story. That's really <laughs> cool that you've uh, self-limited yourself in-game as a part of a translation to what you want this character to do. Yeah, I think this is the tournament to do it, honestly. <laughs> a lot of people true. were having fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we had a certain certain Pokemon roaming around the armies as well. Yeah. So There was a Lugia scourging us, yep. Absolutely, this is the time to to go on and have some fun. All right, so we're, fr- <laughs> we're from Pinneth Galen, and we've got a king who you've got self-imposed rules on. Uh-huh. Love that. Can you quickly run through all these sort of abilities you've started started this tawny with absolutely so because it gets pretty wild by the end it does absolutely so the king of men so we're starting with transform which is kind of a polymorph like ability you spend will to alter a friend or foe this one's busted but we'll talk more about that (laughs) absolutely uh from taking a spell like that he does get plus one will so he's up to three will yep got another will as just one of his starting at four nice and copycat yeah copycat's (laughs) fucked go on so essentially before priorities rolled choose a hero any hero friend or foe and any heroics they call as long as they're within line of sight he gets to copy it just like master of battle but yeah. no range no roll. no range six inches is strong how about board wide yeah absolutely Fuck. and and if you want to what you want to run away and call a move or something he's on a horse he's yeah. gonna yeah. he's gonna find you yeah absolutely and then the knight of the white tower uh so he's strength two Chad unit so good strength so up to strength six but down one defense so strength six d5 Yes. So it's kind of an interesting trade-off. Plus one might. So we're (laughs) trying to guarantee a couple more sixes to win combats on fight five. And Reckless, where I could, in in, in a combat, he whacks himself for auto-wound, but he only gets essentially a might point to get plus one on any roll. On any roll. On any roll. Importantly, like, not even just the normal stuff, like all the weird stuff. No, so we're talking, yeah, heroic strike roll-offs, things like that. Uh, even technique, I think the roll-off, even just, like, drawn fight. Ooh. I, Ooh, interesting. I'm not sure, I don't... It I obviously definitely never came up, that. but no, that's pretty... That would have been interesting, He's yeah. sort of got a pseudo-elven blade, maybe. All right, and then your last hero, technically. So, yeah, the engineer started off, he didn't take anything, mainly because just no shooting special rules came yep. up early. Um, but, yeah, he'll get something later. Surely sure. throughout the day. And lastly, we have sort of an extra hero in a roundabout way. We've got a cheeky little familiar this tournament. Absolutely. So 
uh, somewhat thematically, I've taken a bolt from the bolt thrower. A living bolt. So he's perched up on a a little stone fence and he's whizzing around on an eight-inch move. No fly, unfortunately. Um, He's not great. So strength three, defense three, one attack, three wounds. So he's yeah, got that's a, huge, actually. He's, he's got a bit of... And, and Courage 5, so he's technically... A, he's an independent <laughs> hero, so there's no stand fast, but he'll stay around. Okay, yeah, so yeah. he can go get some objectives. He has 6 will, so there's no might, no fate. Mm. And with the 6 will, he can cast Heal, which is a new spell Carly made, uh, essentially on a 3+, plus, I believe. Ooh. He restores a wound. Pretty good. Which is great. Yeah. Um, and Oblivious to Pain, not that it ever went off, but it was nice to have. <laughs> and believe you paint on a three wound model. Yeah. You sort of fifty percent to get a bonus wound. You take it. Um nice. So that's all your lads, uh that's all your special lads and all mm. your special rules. Alright. So I'll jump to my guys. Yeah. The hobby wise, the interesting thing that's going on here is that I was trying to quote unquote speed paint. <laughs> Fair enough. So what I wanted was I mean, I gave myself like two or three weeks to paint. I can't quite recall exactly. I wanted to get them done in time, obviously, mm. so I think I maybe gave myself a weak leverage. But I wanted to spend as little time per model as possible. And in order to do that, I'd heard so much about contrast paint, so I was like, well, let's try it, see how it goes. So this is your first time doing contrast paints? Yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah, yeah. All, I, all I use is the, um, the acrylics and then just, you know, mix black and white up and down to <laughs> just get the layers going. Yeah. Like, that's all I do. No washes, no, no contrast, none of that. So it was interesting. Um, so the, the speed paint element on the NMM was rather than try and make it look like a fluid transition, I really just picked the spots where the light would jump and just sort of did like two or three layers. Like that was it. Um, uh, we've, we've heard in potties that I normally do like six to seven upwards. Uh, so this was a big drop from that. It was like, it sells the effect. Oh, I absolutely. Think, yeah. I think is what matters. When you look at it on the table, you go, that's a bunch of... NMM. Yeah. That's and all you see. And the thing is, yeah, they're dark, they're gritty. You can yeah. still see where the, yeah, the light jumps off, the obviously, jumps. Yep. which is what you want. Yeah. So that was cool. And then the contrast was interesting, and I'm not sure I perfected it or even did it well, but that's okay because no one will notice. <laughs> I did like a gray sear as a base coat because I was, I was told to do like a lighter color, but I didn't want to use white because white would be a devil to paint onto oh, straight black. Yeah. So somebody mentioned just do like a a grayish white or a or a bonish white and see how that goes so we did we did gray sear i think is the color and it's this sort of mild purplish one painted that on the shield front and i think the little plumes on the helmets um did like two layers because it didn't didn't take the first time of course um and then threw the contrast over it and how the how did you find that once it went down it was interesting because it just changed like the color just freaking changed Mm. It was mental. Um, I, it's not as smooth as something I would normally paint, obviously, we're speed painting. But it went from literally like grey to fucking red. Bright yeah, red. Yeah. Um, it was a cool colour. It's not something I would do again, I think. But it's one of those, I mean, sort of similar to how this is your first crack at pink. Mm. Um, of painting just that quite bright colours. This was it. Like, this was my first crack at a contrast. And I was like... Is it something I enjoy? Is it something I can do? Is it something I'd want to do? It's something I would want to be able to incorporate, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I found some small circumstances, like yeah. orc green skin doing like the dark green contrast I found works really well. Sick. But I'm not going to chuck one on every yeah cloak and, and boot there is. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people out there use it for like speed painting purposes and stuff like that. I think it's contrast they use. 
and like it works and it's good I think that I, I need more control I think is what I've decided yeah, and contrast the way that I applied it anyway if you guys out there have better ideas hit me up I don't think I had quite enough control because I couldn't I couldn't do gradients I couldn't do um, yeah basically shading the way I'd have wanted yeah. Stuff like uh, yeah, that. I'm, I'm curious whether you almost you if you apply it really lightly and you've already done the gradient underneath, so yeah. it kind of shows through lightly underneath. But at that point, how much is left? Well, anyway? and that's yeah. the thing. It's like if I'm doing that, I would probably rather do it in the colors that I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like if then, I'm yeah, it's very if, obvious what you've put down and yeah. you have that control. Yeah. I would love to see. I would love to try it and see if it works and see if it works well because that was one of the ideas I had was well, let's paint the gradient of the gray put the red over the top and see how that goes um and i reckon it might work but then at the same point if i'm painting a gradient with the gray i can paint it with the red and maybe yeah. get a similar or maybe better result who knows so it was cool to try out and it was cool to do a speed painted army for the first time in a couple of years because mm. i think i would have got it down to about 45 to an hour per model Fair so enough. i had about a 30 model army 30 hours that's pretty good. That seems pretty Yeah. So that was my hobby element of this army. Uh, On to what I actually brought, though. Iron Hills. Absolutely. It's sick. The, uh, mate, even I've gone for them at this point, so I yeah. put in my... I've got my Dane, and I've just gone, go Riders. Yeah. They're, they're so sick. Um, yeah, and they're good. They're really good. Potent, potent model, and, and sort of like your list, you fit a lot more than you realise. Mm, when, yeah. when you're going bargain basement on the heroes, which in this case is like 80 points minimum, but... <laughs> Bug and but basement they're so for worth it as well. They're so worth it. Yeah, so so the gist of my list is I've got one captain on foot, one mounted captain, and then one just one goat rider, one banner of course, and then it's I think the split is eight crossbowmen with spears. And then I think like 14, 15, 16 maybe uh, spearmen. Iron Hills man. That's a, Tough a, units. Yeah. Um, the captains, absolute chads. They've got the five-up natural master of battle. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and then the the goats. They've got war spears, so they natty have a lance, which is fucking insane. Very good. And yeah. then the DH shield wall, potentially D nine hero shield wall. It's just such a solid stat line. It's solid you're, stat obviously line. you're paying for it, but even if you compare it to an orc, you, yeah, it's just yeah. The, the defense from strength four anything. And your crossbows, because normally anyone drops their arbalest to block or their urukai yeah, block yeah. or something. They're like, well, cool, I'm wounding everything on fours or fives. Fours or fives, yep. And then you just look across the table and you see that and it goes, oh, sh- I've yep. actually moved. Yep, D7, <laughs> like, it really stonewalls so many Absolutely. shooting armies. Yeah. Like, even the strength two bows go to sixes buys, yeah. which is such a huge drop. And then, yeah, crossbows, wounding on sixes. Yeah, even wall goes defense five. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They essentially have, like, armored horses yeah. in a roundabout way. Um, of course, the movement penalty for dwarves is legitimate, yeah. and it lets your opponent, especially my list, with, with good shooting but not heaps, they get to do the "I'm six away from you, you can't charge me, I can charge you" maneuver, yeah. which is fine. I think when you're a dwarf player, you just have to prepare for that. Yeah. Um, but dude, solid, solid units. I love it so much. I the defense, the five value. I think that's where like the ghosts drop off. Is that five value really hurts them? Yeah. They're sort of the same, but. You know, same defense-wise, but then the ghosts just can't hit back. Um, the dwarves, they're winning, you know, 5-4 is kind of the norm. So yep. they're winning most of their fights or drawing or whatever. And when you win, you stab. And when you lose, you just back off. Like, yep. It's crazy. All right. 
Onto my buffs. So the buffs on my heroes, it was interesting. The the nuts one was I got plus two defense but minus one fate on a model. Which you don't really care about because No oh, I, oh, I frothed it. Yeah, absolutely. Defense ten? Yeah. Are you kidding oh, me? That's amazing. Um it should have been amazing. Is that the goat right? one or the one on the on the f- I just this is the this is where it's interesting. Actually, because we all got choices. So yeah, yeah, you could put it wherever you want. I had I mean plus two fight as an option and then plus two defense as an option. Mm. In theory, people just go plus two fight on the goat and just send him in as a fight seven missile, which I can appreciate and understand. And seeing how lethal he was, maybe it is overall the right move. What I figured was I would rather have like an absolute stalwart leader, which was my guy on foot. So I made him the fight seven. Mm-hmm. And he's in the shield wall, so he's already D9. So that he can just like never die, basically. Yeah. He'll hold a, hold a choke point and just never give up. So I gave the two defense to the, um, the goat rider captain, mm. assuming I'll just like pin missile him in. When he's in a bad spot, he's D10. Like, yep. Even if he's trapped by like strength four or five heroes, he's still probably <laughs> he's still sticking probably around. Okay, yeah, absolutely. It was kind of my idea. Um, additionally, so yeah, plus two fight on that that main captain, which is pretty sick. Like fight seven in a world of five four fives and sixes. Yeah, and, like it's the difference. It, it is massive. That that jump up to the fight seven, which there isn't enough fight seven in the game realistically. No, yeah, um, it's all the big wings. Just yep. pump the elven lords up. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Albert have had this discussion. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've been sitting in the car going, they're right. This they're fucking right. <laughs> um, so I had that tough as nails captain, uh, D10 captain on goat. Now, what I got to do was I got an ability which let me summon additional little minions. And it, it just gave me a stat line and it was god awful. It was like fight two, <laughs> strength two, defense two. But here's me rocking a bunch of goats. Goat mm. Riders. And I was like, okay, what can I summon as my minion? My initial idea was to summon like a dwarf spirit or something, you mm. know, something paint like a ghost dwarf. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Dwarves can do that maybe. But what's cooler? Summoning a goat. <laughs> Just a true <laughs> scale goat. Um, so I think I gave that to the Mountain Captain as the idea that he's the one who can goat herd, you know, stuff like that. Yep, yep. The, the last relevant ability I got, which is... Really cool, and it's something that, I don't know, I'd like to see incorporated into an actual profile, was basically, in this case, I got plus three additional inches to my heroics and standfast. Yeah, which is great. Which is huge, like a yeah. nine inch. And it doesn't seem super busted. We've got heaps of yeah. heroes with 12 inch standfast and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the standfast part, obviously, take it or leave it. What I like is the extra three oh, the heroics. heroics. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of work, that, there's a lot that happens around that. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, you get more dudes. Easy peasy. Yep. But one of the real key weaknesses of marches and moves is the nine-inch bubble after completion. Yep. yep. So there are a few moments where, in our practice, where I could move my dude and I had a nine-inch bubble to work with. It's a lot. It's which a, it's is a heap. so much yep. more than the six-inch. So I could send a goat, you know, that extra two inches or get him behind the lines because I had that extra two inches. Yeah, and even realistically, even if he's on a flank, he's capturing most of the battle line as well. So he has that flexibility where usually they're either behind the front line or in the front line. They're getting just that and your goat that's on the flank is just sitting there going, oh, I guess I'll go later. Yeah, I guess I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think that literally happened in our game. Like, the the goat and maybe the goat captain were just at the edge and they still got to go because that extra three inches. So, I mean, I may be extrapolated too much on, on those abilities, but... That's kind of 
the summary, I would say, of this tournament, there's a lot of abilities getting thrown around, right? Mm. And this is just our starting one. Yeah. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting more getting every single battle, um, which by the end, stacks up. <laughs> stacks. Yeah, 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 for sure. So um, we're going to jump into all of my interviews, and then me and you, Alex, we're going to talk about the experience on the day. Alright guys, Jordy here at the end of round one for Forgotten Heroes 3. And I'm here with my opponent Theodore. Hey hey. How we going mate? Yeah, doing pretty well. All not right. not the best start, but a good good morning nonetheless. It was a brutal close combat scrap, which may not have favoured your list, but no. we will get into that. Yeah, the, the, the skirmishers did not like starting smack bang in the yeah. middle right next to each other. <laughs> um, so, on that note, what list did you bring today? So, I brought uh, what's colloquially called Pajama Elves, so the Lothlorien Wood Elf Warriors mm. were the, the main bulk of my list. But I had a, a couple of Sentinels and a couple of Guard of the Galadrum Court as well as a Stormcaller. Yeah, Just and you went mono daggers? Yeah, uh, almost everybody in the list had throwing daggers. Only five models Sick. without. Sick. I mean, it didn't pay dividends here, but rounds two and three, let's yeah. hope. We brought the pajama elves. Love to see it. What buffs did you get on your leader today? So my well, to start with yeah. So to, to start with, my leader got uh, minus one will, but plus two fate, which three ended fate. up mm. three fate ended up saving me uh, the leader, leader wound points at the end of the game. Um, he also got the ability to call any heroic action, which yes. didn't really come into it this game, but hopefully will will come in later when he's got more might to use. And yep. Uh, hopefully has more to do. Yeah. Um, my yeah, you just didn't need a strike against me. And, I mean, you could have heroic defensed, but you were never in a spot where you were, like, going to get flashed. No. Yeah. But if I, if I ever, like, goat charge you, you could have just thrown up the defense and be like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so that didn't end up be, being a huge deal, but the, the fate was useful. Mm. Um, so my other Wood Elf Captain got plus one fight and the ability to parry... Um, so similar to Rumi's rule, but he'd have to discard one of his attacks to force my opponent to re-roll, which mm. still good. Means he's less killy, but more likely to win a fight. No, I think that's very good, especially because you're fight seven. Yeah. So if you can keep your opponent down and just, yeah, hold him off. Because he's defense four, so if he loses, he's probably yeah. dead. So if you can just never lose. Very fragile. And my Stormcaller, not that it came in, but got plus one strength and the ability to, uh, in, instead of inflicting a wound, spend will points to destroy the target's war gear. So yeah, that's right. So if you win a combat, you can shatter. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, not quite, but bas basically. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. That would have been pretty strong, actually, if yeah. I wished my turn one combat. Yeah, so uh -oh. if, if, if the captain had charged in, I definitely would have been spending a fair bit of will to get rid of at least the goat. Yeah. Maybe some heavy armor. Yeah, true. Drop him back down. Now, obviously... The intent for this tournament is unnamed heroes and 100-point capped models. Did that influence your list at all? I uh, definitely did. I was looking through my options, and I, I liked Wood Elf Captains because they started off with that base fight six. Yes, um, which is huge. With, with very few models able to strike, it's sort of it, having that extra fight value was, was a big deal. Um, I kind of... It, it's a less serious list, but it's a less serious tournament. So I kind of <laughs> want, wanted to do pajama rolls for a while, but they're not super competitive. I find them to be pretty strong, but they obviously have their weaknesses, uh, and we found one today. But Most definitely. But you're right. I think the the fight six, like the elf captains, are generally quite good, and these guys are cheap as chips, right? Yeah, they're 65, 70 I was points say a pop. 60 or 70. Yeah. I mean, defense four, but still huge. 
Alrighty. And so going on to the game, what did we roll up for the scenarios? Uh, so we got we got to the death, uh, uh, to the death conquest of champions and storm the camp. Yep. Yep. Um, I ended up vetoing to the death first just because I played it in a practice match on Friday night, which wasn't the best move, but. It's a, it's a more boring scenario, yeah. and I've played it recently. I No offense to To The Death, but I really do think it's quite a dull scenario. Yeah. So, look, I'm very glad you vetoed it. And again, it helped me, because I was able to veto Storm The Camp, which meant we were contest of championings, and so we were just smack bang in the middle. Yeah. Like, which... the, the rules for it, I wasn't that phased with, as far as, like, leader killing leader, like a leader kill off, rather. Yeah. I think we would have gone toe for toe, generally. Oh, we we was... reasonably did. I just I I could, I could roll plenty of sixes, but never to deal wounds. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So I mean, let's get into the game. Deployment is obviously sort of predetermined a little yeah. bit. You still held a little skirmish force, but I was like smack bang in the middle. I'm going to fight you. Yeah, I, ma I managed to get a turn and a half of shooting in, which yeah. got managed to get a goat and a dwarf, but not not quite as much as this army would like to deal with shooting. Oh, absolutely before, not before closing into combat. I think, yeah, and you, you already mentioned it, you're rolling to hit with those throwing daggers. Yeah, I, I, I Mental. was easily hitting, you know, <laughs> two-thirds of my daggers, which is what it should hit, but I think, I, did I kill one the whole game with daggers? I reckon a single yeah. dude with a throwing dagger, and it was a defense six model, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, you had a lot of hits, and even, just not even the, it wasn't even the six by, it was just you never got the six. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. And there are a couple of times where I got sixes and just couldn't get the, the second four plus. Oh, lots yeah. of threes and twos. Um, though that was mo more in close combat than in the throwing weapons. Yes, there were a couple very clutch. Even on my, my leader, uh, my, but, 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 but. even on my leader, I reckon there was one time where you wounded him twice. Yeah. And then, like, sorry, you rolled the six twice, but failed to get that convert. So yeah, having, having that defense eight was a really big deal. Yeah, huge. Alrighty, and so the yeah the opening move you did a heroic runaway. Yep. So I, yep. Very smart. Very elven. <laughs> runaway. Um, it let you bottleneck really well. But, yeah. Um, I just having played with wood elves a few times, I just know they can't hold a zone. No, no, they they, they do struggle with that, if, especially if they can't win fights. Yes. Yeah, and that's true. Like I don't think your dual roles were like as as good as they need to be, especially no, for, for yeah. pajamas. Because if you lose, you are dying to a stiff breeze. Yes, and especially with your whole army being strength four. Yep. I think that, that only really impacted the hero fights. Yes. Because you were still winning my heroes on fours, but oh, it, it's rough. Yeah, and uh, my opening turn, I managed to get my goat. Quite luckily, got his heroic comeback yeah. off because you rolled the six in the dual roll. He was just 1v1ing a little elf. Heroic combated into your very dangerous Stormcaller. Yes, most definitely, and managed to nuke him turn one with uh, full stats. Yeah, huge. I, like, you had your might, you just whiffed his roll and yeah. got, got the nuke because obviously the GOAT Captain's damage output is insane. Because he could just like push over my leader every turn. Yes. By the, like, eventually. Yeah. Because it's just three ups, and you even got a freebie. Yeah, I got a freebie. I got, I got chucked two will up my first one to, to dismount the goat, and I managed to roll a six, so I kept both will that I'd used for it. So they're like Brawgear's rule, but even better. Yeah. Because Brawgear only keeps one dice. Yeah. That's sick. The Stormcrawler keeps everything he throws. So yep. sometimes it is viable to just throw all his will at one cast, <laughs> hope, hoping to get that one six. It's a bit of a dice roll, but that's the whole game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then I guess... On this like left side where my goat sort of kamikazed himself, I say kamikaze. He's defense nine. He's, yeah, he's I did not go down. I didn't manage to do anything to him. Um, <laughs> Even the goat stuck. Yeah, around. I managed to hold up that flank. Yes, 
you had, the end of the game. You had your captain and like six or seven elves, yeah. including the Galathrum, just pinning about six or seven dwarves and the captain in place. They could not shift you that side. But I guess the other side where it was a bit more open and I could get my numbers, because yeah. I reckon I would have started with five or six over you. Yeah, I started with 25. Okay, we were actually quite close then. Okay. I was probably, I'm torn probably 26. So I guess just one kill let me snowball yeah. sort of thing. And it was also, you were you were able to, to be very compact, whereas I was trying to cover yeah. a bit more area. Um, yeah, that's it. The the compact nature of where we were fighting really, really helped me. Uh, and Johnny! Yo. All right, and so let's let's elaborate on the right flank, because that's where you had, you had your Fight 7 captain and your two bloody cheeky sentinels. Yeah, so Matt managed to pull off some, some very cheeky moves with the sentinels, so I can... Uh, force my, an opponent's model to make a courage check, and if they fail it, I get to move them. Dwarf courage four. Yeah, so I'm, I managed to get, I managed to get your banner a couple of times. You did. You got him the first time yeah. when I was not prepared, and then I'm a goose. You, you prepared well, but I managed to get both. I had two sentinels, so I managed to get the guy behind the banner and then the banner yep. both to fail. So after after getting, uh, after being a silly Billy the first time, I started trapping my banner. So this is the anti sentinel tech. I put my banner in a three point trap. But as you said, you have, spooked yeah. the guy behind him. Have, having two sentinels, uh, you need to be lucky, or you need my opponent needs to be unlucky, but I can still manage to get some shenanigans in. Yeah, I, I, it's obviously such a good move with those sentinels to just like frick your opponent's banner off. But I actually reckon the turn the banner ran away, I still won the combat. Yeah. It was very unlucky on your part, because you had that banner there. That's the side you're supposed to be winning. Yes. Uh, with all those re-rolls, but my dwarves just got lucky and of course... It was, it was also, even if I could win the combats, I was really struggling to kill you. <laughs> just the classic elf problem. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's the classic dwarf problem too. Yeah. So you win the fights, but you don't wound. Dwarves lose the fights, but they don't take wounds. It's, uh, yeah, it was sort of like a compounding factors there. Yeah. Um, in the end, how did our leader kill tally go? Uh, I believe we, we ended it at 3-1 your way. Sort of one of the lowest kill tallies I've ever seen in Contest of Champions. The, the lowest possible to get the full, um, the full stack. Yeah. But what was funnier was, how, how long was, did it take us to even get one? Oh, like three turns before the end of the game, before we got like any kills yeah. on either yeah. of them. So I think you may have broken on my leader's killing. Yes. Like that's how long it took. I was, no, it was, the, it was the third one your leader got, the, is what broke me. There you go. Um, <laughs> So it was turn six or seven, maybe. Yeah. Tons of combats, just whiffs all around. You would, I reckon your leader won every single one of his combats, but just those defense eight dwarves. Yeah, it was just, we're just tough nut to crack. Yeah. No, very good, Theo. So it ended up being, I think, like 9 0 to the dwarves. But um, what, what's your familiar? What, uh, what's so I've, I've got uh, a little squirrel. <laughs> a who, squirrel. Uh, will be, will Starts off on my leader, but I can get him to run around with a, with a very fast movement eight and ability to just go through any terrain. Ooh. Um, and he's got two might, two will, and two fate, which I can share oh, with Jesus. my leader. That's a might. While I'm within three inches of him. Oh, so it's kind of like got the Gothmog's Enforcer type yeah. rule going on. Um, Huge. Hey, thanks, Theodore. That was a great game, and good luck for your next two rounds. Thanks. Good luck to you as well. Cheers. All right, g'day, guys. Do you want to hear at the end of round two of Forgotten Heroes 3? Uh, I'm here with my opponent, David. Oh, good day. Greetings, everyone. We've got another green dragon on the potty. Indeed you do. Um, and I'm here with my Mordor Landships Committee. <laughs> yes, please explain. Uh, so, uh, the Committee of Mordor was sitting down and said, <laughs> we need some extra firepower at the front lines. Uh, so we've got two great beasts of Gorgoras. 
Uh, Hood and Warspite. Hood. Ah, that. Yep. And but no, but that's not the beasties' names, is it? No. So that's the that's the name of the the entire unit together. Yeah, I see. I see. Uh, so we've got Daisy and Buttercup who have been drafted <laughs> into the Mordor Landships Committee, whacked out with you know with howdars and given titles and sent into battle. Now, what's very interesting here is obviously the gimmick of this tournament is no named heroes. Correct. Easy. You fill that role. No models over a hundred points. But wait a minute, what's going on here? So, last tournament, I thought that was the rules, and I was going along, and then in one of the mid-rounds, I just got smashed into the ground by King's Champion. Yes. And I'm like, how does a King's Champion get in at 100 points? And they're like, oh, you get to spread the cost across your mm -hmm, models. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, excellent. I think <laughs> I can do that with a great beast. Yeah, so I guess the captain ends up being like 50. Yes. The orcs are like... 30 or 40 and yes. then the beastie's like 60 or something so you can sneak in under the limit technically under 100 points but um did the um did the sort of gimmick of this tournament influence your army today uh yes and no so it's an army that i have put together in the past and it's crazy fun but not very good so the yeah. fact that this was meant to be a sort of more weird tournament, I'm like, yep. well, that's a weird army. It doesn't need <laughs> yeah. to win. It just has to be weird at people. Yes, and we all love our great beasties here. Yes. And it's weird because the commanders get the upgrades, not the beasts. And so... Were you allowed to put them on the beasts or no? Because no? they're not heroes. Ah, so true. I've, if I get, like, strength and combat upgrades, it only helps if the beast is killed and the guy strides off going, right, I'm mad now. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting. All right, that... That influence, well, that does hinder you a little bit. Although, I must say, your ability rolls were pretty intense. Can you tell me what's going on? Keeping in mind, this is a great beast list. So, coming into this game, I had one of my commanders, Commander Warspite, has an extra might point and an extra courage. Yep. So, that's always a good thing. And he has a really long-winded special rule that takes about two paragraphs. Because yeah. he writes down at the start of the game, a heroic action. Doesn't have to be one he has. And he gets to call that. Uh, For free. By revealing the card and going, yes, I get this action. So he could march, being on a war beast. Yep. They're only affected by their own march. The commanders can't normally march. So I could just go, bang, 13 inches and trampling this turn. Yep. It would be my only strike in the army. I believe they only go an extra three. Uh, I haven't looked it but up. But anyway. I've never, because yeah. it's been impossible up till yep. now. Yep. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I'd look that up and yep. it would be great. Uh, in this case, I can call moves, because you always need mm, moves. Mm. Um, but if you call the action that was written down, you can reveal it instead of calling it for free. You spend the one might point and get D3 might back, um, which has happened exactly once, and I got one might. You back. only got the one anyway. So in, it's a long-winded way of saying this More guy might. has additional might. Yes. Kind of? D3 yes. minus one extra might? Yes. Or he can use it again to call some like a strike or a march, which he couldn't normally do. Oh, I see. So it's also a concealed wild yes, card in a way. I can't get the D3 yep. back if I've choose... Okay, that makes sense. So long-winded way of saying you've got a four yep. plus might yes. great beast. Yes. I have a Taskmaster who with plus two shoot value minus one fight value. Brilliant. Um, so brilliant. Given that he is one of the handful of Fight 4 models in my army, that's been really painful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got a drummer with no upgrade. I got a shaman with an extra will point, so he gets that extra shot at Fury every yep. game. Yep, yep. Which is very important normally. Normally very important. Alrighty, so let's let's go into the... Oh, no, you have one more. One more on your other beastie. Yeah, so I've got my other, uh, my other great beast commander, Commander Hood. He is a forerunner. So he gets a free move at the start of the game to go out there and hunt the Bismarck, which since he's <laughs> on a war beast, uh, that's a very nice free move. No one's been stupid enough to deploy within eight inches of my deployment line. 
but one day it'll happen. So instead, he goes out solo, and his great beast gets one shot by the first, you know, Morgul player he runs into. <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, but it, it could be cool. It one day could happen, cool. and it would be cool. All right, well, let's jump into the game quickly. I think we both might have been thinking the same thing, that this is uh, an uphill battle for Strength 6. Yeah, so um, my Warbeasts don't do that well against anything that I need 5s to wound, mm. or worse, these captains rocking around like effects <laughs> 10 and 11, uh, where they're in 6s to wound. So I'm like, I'm going to have to get crazy lucky uh, and hope you do something, you know, incredibly stupid, mm -hmm. um, which... Unfortunately, since we're both gym leaders heading into this, it wasn't all that likely. <laughs> True. Yeah, actually, that's important to note. Um, we haven't had an episode on it yet, dear listener, but I'm sure we will very soon. Uh, do you want to quickly explain what's going on with the gym leaders? Uh, effectively, every two years or so, somebody tries to restart the Victorian League, and they come up with complex spreadsheets, and, you know, this is how you get to the best, and we average your scores across 12 things. I'm like, that's far too much work. So this year, before anyone else could suggest something, I'm like, we'll entrust badges to eight <laughs> players around Victoria. If you defeat one of those players at a tournament, you get the badge. Get all eight badges, head to Victory Road. Yes. Uh, we've got a banner and everything. So if so you become we... <laughs> champion, your name goes on the banner. So there, because we're both gym leaders, there was a lot on the line here, including a badge. Mm -hmm. All right, and so how did your opening manoeuvres go? Basically, I saw a pile of dwarves sort of piled up in a pile, and <laughs> I went... Uh, They've got eight shots to my IT, and their shots are better than mine. I will close with them rapidly. Yes. So I just went full speed, charge for the guns. Yep. Yeah, and so you just you did your vanguard run. Yes. And then I think you continued to run, or did I charge you the first turn? Uh, you pushed forward the first turn, yeah. uh, leaving your captain, who was your leader, on foot right at the front. So he was. That's the right. That's right. Ram, that's right. And I said. It's fishing for sixes, but I got to try for it, and yes. I got no sixes at that stage. Yeah, so because he's shield wall, he's rock and defense nine, yes. but that's still flat sixes. So yes. on a charge with a knockdown, worth a crack. Mm -hmm. And you even burnt a mite out of me on that one because yes, I he, he failed to roll the six, I got the six, and that would be a knockdown, six shots at it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we burnt the mite point off. And like it wasn't exactly worth it per se. I was just hoping to um, wound you and mm -hmm. get you to rampage because you had fluffed your first turn's fury. Yes. Um, Single dice, fishing for three, got a two. Uh, I've only got the one might point. I got Taskmaster in the army, so you don't want to spend the might point yeah. on Fury. And um, oh, my shaman actually picked up a special rule where if he casts spells on himself, he wins roll-offs on a three plus. So if he if he got the Fury, it would have been good. But yep. oh well, we weren't planning on any roll-offs that turn. And so if I got, I, well, basically what I saw was like eighteen orcs utterly clumped. I was like, if I just get that cheeky rampage, yes. which we got the wound, well, but I you... had ten orcs. Two great beasts. Yeah. Um, so I saw it. We got the wound, but you passed your courage. But that's okay. It cost me, I think, was that Will and Might that turn? Was that next turn? That, yeah, I think that was next that was turn when we turn. really yes. got the pile on. Uh, and so, yeah. So going on to the next turn, uh, I think I won most of the priorities, actually. Yes. Yes. Which means I had to call the moves. Yep. Uh, the first turn, because the diagonal measurement, my task... Master was just out of range. Yeah, of that's hood, right, of Hood, yep. Which again, it's that whole pushing forward in advance to scout ahead. Yep. Uh, ends badly. <laughs> so he spent actual might, so you got your free rolls. I think I may have on. mastered, or yeah. if I spent it, I spent it. It's all the same. Mm -hmm. But I mastered two or three in the yes. game is basically mm -hmm. the gist, which is, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, we got the move off, the dwarves, and we just piled on that, that poor... Which one was this one, Daisy? Yes. Piled on poor Daisy, and then just screened everywhere else. 
Ooh, what were you thinking? Um, I was expecting you to hurrah combat at that point. I looked oh. at it and went, that's a dead beast. Uh, you're going to kill it there and then. You're going to mop through my entire warband. And that's a third of my models gone it's, for one might. It's really hard because without the cav charge bonus, yes. I only had three dice on fives. Yeah, I was expecting more of those backup guns oh, to come I see. in. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably could have based a bit more yeah. to open because it up. you sent in the dragon. Yeah. And he's good, but he's a very big base. Yeah, it was. Uh, 60 mil, I and think. And then you yep. failed a few courage tests and things like that. So. Yeah. Oh, and there was a big fence blocking off a quarter of your base. Yes. Except for goats. So mm -hmm. we were like, that's fine. Um, yeah, maybe could have piled in more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you failed a few heroic, yeah, not heroic, a few courage tests and whatever. So I'm like, yeah, it might survive, might yep. not. We'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, the rest of the army pushed up, um, failed to cast Fury. One dice got a one. Yeah. Uh, Brutal. That's okay, I've got extra will on this guy, so he does have four <laughs> will points. So I've got three shots to cast it, next turn. We'll next again. turn, easy, easy. Mm -hmm. um, and so the dog pile, Daisy actually survived on yes. one. You got three extra wounds, so I had one wound left. Passed the first two courage tests, need to spend last will, last might. Yeah. Final courage test. Whenever you can bait might out of these rampage tests, it feels so good. Do it, yes. Yeah, it feels so good. All right, and what, we, what was next turn? Uh, next turn, War Spite managed to basically pull alongside, so I had the two War Beasts, I had the Orcs in the middle, mm. I had my Frodo and Sam in all Karma yeah. Orcs, <laughs> so this is These a holdover from my Baradur uh, list. Basically, Frodo and Sam in the books are always mistaken for Orc Spies, yep. every single time. Yep. It got me thinking, maybe Sauron had some spies that looked a lot like Frodo <laughs> and Sam, so you'll always see Frodo and Sam in Orc Armor hanging around with the leader of my army, and he'll be like, you two. Those look like two-handed weapons on, you know, people that short. Yeah, no, that's... Charge. <laughs> they've really just got like a dagger, but it's because they're <laughs> yep, so tiny. So they, they managed to sneak into some combats and get some kills early on. So that was good. I do think um, Frodo yes. survived and got a kill or two. Yeah, Frodo... I think Sam got... No, Sam got a kill and then got whipped in the ah. back of the head. <laughs> I've been running that Taskmaster for years. This is the first time he's ever got a kill with his whip, either at range or in combat. No, really? Yes. I thought you meant like the first at the tournament. No, no, no. That's the first ever. ever. Oh. He, he, he is a plus two shoot value, which may have had something to do with that. <laughs> Very true. Um, but yes, that's his first kill and he killed Sam. Yep. And so the, on this turn, I think this turn, turns out I made an absolute rookie error, which mm -hmm. could have and maybe should have cost me the game. Yes. I deep dived my Dargan. Yes. We should say what mission this is. This is oh, assassination. Assassination. Very so, relevant. Uh, you're trying to find an enemy hero and get one of your heroes to give it a good kicking. And at the start of the game we discussed... And Sorry, my costume's blowing all over the microphone, so I'll put that <laughs> up down. That is okay. So at the start of the game we discussed, and offhand I was like, I only have one target for you to choose. Yes. But that was very incorrect, and we even... And you said, hey, We oh, even mentioned, yes. yeah. So in my head, that whole game, you, your eligible target was the Defence 10 Goat Captain. Yes. You're never touching that. No. But of course... There's this dragon that comes flying right over my lines, behind my army. I'm only fight four, yes. which you can easily match. Yes, uh, and I, I have was... a drummer and a flock of birds, which are also fight four. Mm. And so I don't have terror or anything. Mm -hmm. So I just gave you free run yes. at your assassin target yes. with your assassin, no less. Yes. Because your beasties, 
the beast damage doesn't count for them. Yes. Yep. So if I made the commander the assassin, he would have to wait till his beast was slain and then walk into battle himself. Yes. So I'd made my assassin my shaman because he was mounted on a wag. So I'm like, wherever that dragon comes over the line, the shaman can Goes be in. there with his strength four and his extra attacks. Yeah. It'll be glorious. So I piled absolutely everything I could into this dragon. We both got the six, uh, and I lost the roll-off. The lost the roll-off. So that would have been seven points there. Would have been glorious. Huge. Dragon. That, like, that's the um, game, full stop, because yeah. once you get the seven, it means I need to get the yeah, seven myself. I have a drum. I can pull out my key heroes and leave, yep. uh, while the beasts just cover my retreat. Yep. But of course, hey, I got lucky as fuck. <laughs> uh, and then we did some more duking. I think that turn I killed Daisy. Yes. You had a lot survive the fall, actually. Yes. So we're playing with the two damage on the guys on the side, the three damage for the guys on the top. And they took that as a challenge and yeah. said, we're not going to three dice. Um, I think only three or f yeah. maybe a fourth one, if we were lucky. Yeah, I think it was three of them went down from the fall. Uh, so I had this whole bunch of, uh, yeah, orc bowmen just standing there ready to well, to stand back up and get stuck back in. Mm. And I think the, the sort of last, sort of towards the tail end, you did some clever stuff. Because, of course, I have Master of Battle. It's only on a five up, but it's also only six inches, which I think is the key part to yes. this. So what, what were you doing to counter this? So I had a bunch of random heroes, like the Shaman, who Shaman, had again found yep. cast his magic. So he's again rolling a one, so yes. he couldn't mite it. So he had a mite point left. So, so he sat back out of six inches, so he could call the move to push everyone in. Yep. Can't push the war beasts, but if I can pin your heroes, the war beast gets to stamp on people yes. anyway. Yes. So it'll all work out. Uh, unfortunately, it did not work out, but that's a problem for later. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I only had some like 10 orcs on the ground, more because she killed one of my beasts, and yep. there was all these Iron Hills swarming around, so mm -hmm. uh, things got rather interesting rather quickly. Yeah, so I think you, yeah, you called with those random lads at the back, and it meant that I didn't have my master, so I had to burn my real might, and I think I burnt my dragon, and then the turn after burnt my goat captain, where if you just called with the great beast like is sort of tradition, I, yes. I just have that crack at copying it. Um, I think what really helped me was, I mean... You're obviously spending a lot of points elsewhere, but you didn't have a banner. Correct. So just converting on those combats was quite yeah. easy when I could get in there. The problem is, by the time it's come to combat with my 10 orcs, yeah. if I needed a banner, I've already lost. True. Very um, true. And if I take out the four orcs to get a banner, I'm down to six orcs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one of them's a banner bearer. So. Yeah. So it, uh, your orcs capitulated quite quickly, I guess. Uh, and I got lucky again with that dragon. Yes, um, the dragon was able to eat his way out of trouble. Yeah. Um, uh, what did he do? He ate my... He fought your... He ate my commander, who had dismounted. Your shaman and the... Oh, he, he had the captain. Yes. That's right. That was yes. in the first one. He ate the commander. Yeah, he ate the commander. Then no, he, he fought. fought his way clear of the shaman and the birds that were coming for him. Yes. He, he killed the drummer. He wounded the shaman, took his fate off. Yeah. Uh, he just went on a rampage and just didn't stop. He easily MVP. I mean, I, I probably yeah. should have lost that game yes. through silliness, but he the dragon just... I think he copped a random wound from an orc on a turn and you just mark of confidence that I don't need to spend yeah. fate on this. Why this would I fate that? Wounds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gave away a point. Whoops. And if that was the assassin target, would that, that have would been, have been three? three? So that would have been a draw. So that would have been a draw. Yes. Woo. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Bad play sometimes can be rewarded. Uh, but no, very good, David. I mean, obviously, love your list. Uh, great beast represent. Yes. Uh, Warspite stayed stayed in it to the very end of the game. Um, yeah. It's a uh, little turret sort of pivoting around to take pot shots at ma mainly my own guys, it turned out. Yeah, actually, you shot two of your own dudes. That yes. was very impressive. Yes. Um, I've, I've 
basically I had a spare Mordor siege bow because no one uses them in lists. I'm like, <laughs> but it does look cool. Yes. I've modeled it up on top of the uh, howdah, little gear traverse. You spin the gears and the thing tracks it's around. Very bloody clever. Yep. Um, and yeah, so my target was actually Warspite because he's such a strong I put, profile. He's maxed out on upgrades. Yeah, he's, he's got everything. Yeah, like, like we said, like basically four might. So my kind of hope was to flash that particular war beast, but I maybe should have thought a bit harder that you're doing your vanguard move and yes. should have targeted Hood. Yes. But uh, that's uh -huh. okay. Especially when, since you put all your resources into Hood and then just decided to tank out Warspite. Yeah, basically. Warspite actually managed to get the leader kill at the end there, fishing for sixes against your um, yep. captain. Yep. Um, um, the first time I think I kept him at D9 because I was clever and kept yes. him in his shield wall. Uh, goofily, I ran his sort of spear support and the banner support yep. who were. Because he was 5'5. Five, five. He's 5'5. Five, five. He well, he's, he's fight 7 mate. He's oh, good to go. So I ran those away, and so now he was D8, mm -hmm. which is the exact number you need for sixes, I think. Uh, strength six would be fives against D8. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got me on a five. That's what happened. Wait, or was it the other way around? Uh, never mind. It... Yeah, no, it was. So you wound me on fives there instead of sixes, and you rolled the five. Yes. So I uh, let my leader die for a couple points. But I got the break, and we played basically the final turn where... We utterly swarmed your... Yes, uh, you wiped me out on the ground. It was just the Great Beast and one random Orc Archer kicking around. And your burbs. Yes, oh yes, they they actually got a kill in the last turn, didn't they? They got two. <laughs> yeah, no, I needed I needed one more yeah. kill, I think, it was I, to break you. I think I was four off breaking. Yes. Then your burb got one. Oh, yes. and you and you whirled, you whirled to get one. Yes, no. The turn no. earlier, that's right. So, as I said earlier in this... I have, for years, I've been pushing the Taskmaster into list, trying to get a kill with his whip, either in combat or at range. Yep. Got the ranged kill against um, Sam. Yep. He charged in against the, yeah, uh, the goat, goat captain. captain on goat, killed his goat with his whip <laughs> on the charge, and then whirled to drive back the captain, two mates, and kill one of the mates. Because what does well do? It makes you fight one. You fight one, and you get a single attack against every model in base contact yes. with you. So, yep. it's only ever useful if you're trapped by models with a higher fight value. Yeah. Which he was. Which he was. So he pushed them all back, and he wounded Got one the win, them. and you wounded one. So you've successfully wounded your own model. Yes. Wounded wound my model. Range, a wound while charging, and yeah. a wound in combat. Yeah. I got all three in the you one You got the game. trifecta. Well done. All right, brilliant. Thanks, David. It was 5-3 to me. Yes. I got yes. the break. I got the leader. You got the leader. And you got a wound on the Dargan. Yes. Good okay. game. Can I interest you in a song uh, <laughs> about some great beasts? Absolutely. You know we love that here. So this is the Mordor Landships Committee. Um, <laughs> most of the models were already painted, so they had to do something else with their time. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Come listen up, lads, I've a wonder to tell A weapon to use in this war that goes well To battle we'll ride, carried to victories For who could defeat a beast great as these? Heights of iron are our beast, rolling thunder their hooves We hold our bows ready, steady, lads, steady We'll trample their cities to dust once again. 
We hide not from our foes, nor care not, should they say, that they'll see us coming a mile away. They cannot escape, we will catch them for sure. If they try to fight us, we'll trounce them once more. Hides of iron are our beasts, rolling thunder their hooves. We hold our bows ready, steady, lads, steady. We'll trample their cities to dust once again. Bloody brilliant, David. Yeah, you really give me a run for my money in yes. this uh, in yes. this maestro world. Well, that's the problem because in Minimize, I want people to write songs. So I think it's fun. Yes, absolutely. And I'm like, but then I'm running that event. I can't enter my you can't own. Enter event. your own maestro. You know, that, that, that would be dishonourable. <laughs> so I have to bring songs to other events. Then no one cares. All right, it's we'll relaxing. we'll add. Maestro to the Two Towers tournament coming up. How about okay, that? I've got to get there then. Grab your Denethor, get him ready, and we'll see you there. Perfect. Very good. Thanks, David. Thank you. All right, g'day, guys. Joy to hear the end of round three of Forgotten Heroes uh, 3. And I'm here with my opponent, Henry Kerr. G'day, g'day. How are we going, mate? That was uh, brutal. That was a strange game. They do pop up on occasion, but uh, that was one of those ones that sort of sticks out in your memory as being particularly rough. Mmm. Um, and we will certainly talk about it. Now, Forgotten Heroes 3, the whole idea is under 100 point models and unnamed heroes. Did that influence your list building coming into today? Uh, well, as a restriction, obviously, absolutely. Um, I, I sort of went into this thinking these sorts of tournaments are an opportunity to choose something that is a bit themed, something that's a bit fun. Yep. Um, and I had a couple of... My original idea was seven Dwarf Kings. <laughs> um, Do they fit? Just, no, they right? don't. Oh. Actually, it's about 15 points under, I think. For damn, memory. damn. Um, but that's, you know, without any equipment. And I just thought, oh, this won't even be fun to play. Yeah, and there's no benefit to having lots of heroes. You yeah. want, like, a certain... Like, three, I think, is the golden number. And then yeah. anything above that kind of wastes your points. Yes, agreed. Um, so, look, I really like the idea of a king's move, or, like, the kings coming together. So I thought, everyone was using the King's Champion, and I thought, I don't want to do King's Champion, because that's just a bit cheesy. Lame. You know, Very I, lame. I don't mind everyone else doing it, but it is quite clearly a, oh, this is the best choice, let's take it. Yes. Um, so I took the Kings, with each with a banner, to spite. So the Dwarf Kings, of course. Dwarf Kings, there's three of them. They've all got a different paint theme, and they all have different uh, sort of little five or six warriors who are all painted to that blue, purple, or red theme. Um, you love to see it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. And they've all got a banner with them. Yeah, three so you have three banners just in spite of the King's Champ, who normally rocks his two. I love it. I, I really enjoyed your list uh, coming into it. Well, and it's, it's proven to be surprisingly competitive because um, I've gotten two wins and a draw so far. And they've all been very hard-fought games. Probably this one, not as much, no offence, but just because <laughs> the luck was so ridiculous. But yeah. the first two, when you're that low on numbers, and, you know, the Dwarf Kings, they're, they're absolute nuggets. But, you know, they're not running around running things down with 10-inch moves. No, even, even, objectives. even at your best, your kill capacity is three dice. Yes. In, in this particular scenario with some of your upgrades. And yeah. that's just not enough. Well, it's not a lot, I guess. You're not massacring troops by the, you know, four troops a turn, let's be honest. Yeah. You're getting two or taking down heroes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the game or...? Well, I guess first we'll go into your upgrades because you've got sure. a few decent stat boosts. What have you got going on? So, I've got an extra point of mind on my leader. Uh, yeah, nice. I have... 
I need to remember what they are. Oh, I've got Grand Plan, which is basically I, before the game starts, I choose a turn of that game. Ah, uh, yep. Um, and I get to use a free heroic action in every phase of that turn. Um, not as good as it sounds, but it is useful because it's... Basically, you know, if it's that mid-game when you're running low on might, you're in the thick of it, to be able to call a move, then a strike, yeah. very useful. Yeah, it's kind of like two points of might, but you can't... You really need to freaking plan it to get it to get the full juice. Yeah, and I look, I haven't used the strike yet, but I think it actually allows me to use strike because I don't have it in my profile. Yeah, dwarf king. Yep. But I think I'm allowed to use it with that special rule. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I haven't tested it. I'll have to check. Um, my other king then has plus two movement, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this so was cheeky. I like this. It's good, and I always move my dwarf king five inches with all the other ones. Sneaky. So everyone always Sneaky. Can, I used it against uh, Haradrim Cav last game. No. Yeah, yeah, and then charged the seven <laughs> inches in. Um, That's great. Um, he's got uh, Hex, so he throws a spell at you and it basically bumps your movement down by two on a four plus. He uses a point of will and he has an extra point of will. Yeah. That's really strong if you land it. Yeah, I um, I needed to sort of remember to use it and do it properly. Um, yeah. I used it a couple of times last game, but... Anyway, it was a bit of fun. It, it, it works. It works yeah. if you remember to use it. Yeah. Um, well, and this... He also rolled double ones on his courage test, cause, and he used all his... Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. So, courage six, so he only needed, you know, yeah. a, a three to stick around. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's got that. Then I've got Slipstream on him as well, which is pretty trash, so I won't talk about it. Yep. My last <laughs> king is then my combat king. Um, he's got an extra strength, uh, an extra attack as well, um, and he's got the familiar with him. I yeah, mean, a couple of other things too, but um, I don't think they've been terribly relevant. No, and your bird's pretty good. Fly, obviously, birds. Uh, and he had two mine. Uh, the it's bird a, has two mine. It's a decent caddy. I only thought to use it this game for the first time. I didn't use it last game. Oh damn! Yeah. Actually, would have won me the game. I uh, I needed. I failed a courage test on that other model by explicitly uh, what, the amount of might that I had left because he was yeah. forced out. Yeah, I think these special rules are definitely going to be slipping our uh, gaze half the time. Uh, look, and everybody is forgetting their special yeah. rules. Everyone is I so didn't summon a single goat. To this. Although, we'll get to it. I didn't actually get much opportunity, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, <laughs> we're playing Fog of War. Yes. Uh, and I didn't want to concede too much ground, even though I had the shooting. So, I still just marched up. And we just sort of met in the middle. How did it go? Can I just go back a step? Why didn't you sit back and shoot? You had the movement advantage. Why not just go for the terrain piece later in the game? Because uh, your defense seven generally, there was a rock in the way as well. Like there was those yeah. big pieces of terrain. If I just let you come all the way, you get your, um, you get your terrain and you could potentially have blocked me from mine. Obviously but I have fly and goats, but. But before I changed it, which I told you I had done before the game started, and that was just to simplify, because everyone tends to choose one in the middle of the yeah, board, right? Basically. It's just on the other basically. side. So even if you come up to meet me, the chances are I'm still going to be getting it. And yep. I was considering doing the little tomb that was Balin's tomb, oh, which yeah. was completely off on the flank. I sent one guy to go to get it. Yeah, or your bird. Yeah, so I just, because I had no answer for you sitting out in that open, because if you're also in the open space, you outnumber me. I have to match you two deep, uh, one deep yeah. to your two deep. So I was just, I was surprised that you came up to meet me. I sort of thought yeah. that, that was a bit of a grace for me. Yeah, oh, I just think there was too much proper, because we were all, we, yeah, like you said, we were in a Moria board. I think there was a lot of proper blocking terrain. Mm. I think if you just do any basic manoeuvring, I'll be getting, at best, two to three shots within the ways. Mm. You can just dodge around, because they're crossbows. They have to stand still. Mm. 
basically that was the gist of it. Hey, fair enough, fair enough. But um, yeah, sorry, to what happened in the combat. Um, your captain on foot, your big boy with Fight 6, ran into my... Fight 7 now. Fight 7, ran into my Fight 6 king who was on foot. Um, both had a banner, you had a spear support. Uh, it was looking a bit grim for me because I was my line was one deep, yours was two deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dwarf King wins the fight. Wins Which is fine. I no, fight. no, you won the fight because I'm a high fight than you. I rolled a four and was like, well, it's obviously not worth burning two points of might because I am at this stage, the listener defense ten, yeah. uh, and your strength five, which is sixes by sixes by fours, I think. So I was like, all right, three shots at it. You know, what are the odds? Well, what are the odds, Henry? Well, I got one of them flat, um, a six and then a four, or a six and then a five, whatever it was. I think it was actually a six and a six. I think, well, I think you even mithrilled into this. Yeah, the second one might have been mithrilled, then uh, six and then a three. And I just used a point of might to get the two wounds, because I thought, oh, fuck it, this is a, pardon my French, uh, this is a <laughs> shot at getting the flash kill. It's worth the crack. Geordie rolled the one. Yeah, so if I roll the two on the fate, we burn the might, sucks, but you do it. Uh, if we roll the anything higher, we're pretty good, but we roll the one and we're dead in the water. That's 10 captain kids. Yeah, and he was sort of my master of battle caddy, and he obviously still had two might, so... And he was my only fight seven in the list, which... Against, you had no answer for the fight six. Against an army of fight six, I was like, I just have to hope you whiff, and you've got the banner coverage, so you kind of didn't. a lot of sixes coming down to <laughs> I don't think I'm... I don't think I whiffed one combat after that with my kings except for one up the top which I don't think was a whiff I think I just didn't kill you when you yeah no I was going to say I'm trying to picture you actually losing a combat with the kings you obviously stacked the dice where you could but I think even the ones where I had like 5v3 stuff like that and I was still two handed quite a lot of the time yeah. in order to get the kill down you know? yeah but it's, it's one of those things that certainly can happen and that's where fight value really shines if you're good at rolling them sixes my my opening attempt was I heroic combated with my goat leader my goat captain into your leader you had the high fight but I was like look I don't know if you whiff you're dead mm. if you win the combat I probably just lose my goat uh, this is one of those instances where I my guys fight he's now three attacks yep throughout that entire game after the opening turn I was rolling two dice every turn oh did you just forget I forgot you did remember one time a bit later, I, did, I was like, did yeah. you roll three dice? And you were, it was because you had never remembered to yeah. roll the three. Exactly. Yeah, but I'd forgotten. But that's all right. Yeah, look, it happens. Yep. I didn't hex anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was kind of holding this tiny pocket. You had easily trapped four of my dwarves, but they were like a gimme. And I was hoping to sort of envelop and wrap around. There was just this little rocky crevice where you had one cheeky dwarf boy holding off like four Iron Hills a turn. Yeah. Absolute Chad unit. Well, that, that terrain piece, I thought, if I can get you to come fight me there, I've then got nothing but narrow choke points. Um, mm. And look, the king could go down on the flank and take a cab charge because I'm not going to get infantry trapping me. Yep. You know, if I can deploy some. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, the game basically ended up with uh, once Geordie's captain went down, it was sort of just a slow bleed of my kings just tag-teaming all your models and then eventually taking down the dragon and the game ended... Yeah. With, with all the points stacked. Yeah, with all the choke points, I could never get traps, traps. So I was just throwing weight of numbers. But like we said, your kings performed. I, I couldn't crack them. And uh, it did take you a little while to break, but it's dwarf on dwarf action. So yeah. yeah, we eventually got the break and we had 
I think one extra turn after the break and you were able to get the dragon. Get the dragon. What, how have you found the dragon? Oh, it's been, he's been sick. Yeah? yeah it's been good. brutal. Just, I mean, the fight four is his weakness. So when you can get a real hero on him, he will go down because he's massive base. But three attacks, strength six, he eats what he touches as far as troops are concerned. Yeah, he's, I was scared of him from that point of view. But man, the hawk for the dwarves is very useful. Yeah, you've got the small base, but you've got yeah. good stats. 12 inches, he's got two might. So quite often you can just run him over the top and he just plugs things up. He's very good. Yeah. yeah. I like my hawk. And in like, not that we played it, but if we played like Recon or something like that, yeah. it gives you one element of speed. I actually had the choice of between your dragon or the hawk. And I chose the hawk because it was themed with dwarves. Ah, true. So, yep. I'm hoping to get some lore points for that. <laughs> no, very good, Henry. Look, it was, it was definitely a brutal game. I, I think once my first captain went down, I don't know if I had a way back in outside of sheer dumb luck. Could happen, but it didn't. No, no, brilliant. You're Thanks, mate. Gentlemen, thanks. Julie. Yeah, cheers. All right, Alex, we're back. Yep. <laughs> Big tournament. Um, look, the reason I wanted to get someone else on board is rules are genuinely second nature to me. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. Nothing about what. Nothing about Carly's tournament I found difficult. Mm. My opponent could have twelve new special rules, and within 0.2 seconds, I've got it all keyed in. That's just me, and that's my weird neuroticism going on. Mm. What I want is, hopefully, anyway, someone with sort of a different starting point. Are you that insane? Um, the thing is, going into the tournament, and generally in terms of the game, I love special rules. I love yeah. rules, and yeah. I love getting my head around them. It's how I like list building, getting, yeah. trying to coordinate special rules. By the end of the day, four <laughs> games in, four games of upgrades later... Yeah. And I'm sitting. I was sitting there. My brain was absolute liquid. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So especially like by the end, you've got someone with four heroes, and they all have different rules. Yep. And you're trying to figure out. Oh, they might be the same thing. I think oh, Great yeah. of Gorgoroth. And one of them's moving eight inches at the start of the game before anything yep. else. The yep. other one's ambushing out of a forest at the start of the game. And you're sitting there going, "Why didn't I remember that? Yep. That was so simple." Yep. Why didn't I, uh, and and you're just sitting there going. It just makes me feel a little bit dumb. And I always going yep. in there going, this is my tournament, this is my vibe. Yep. I love this sort of thing. So I, in my mind, I thought I was up up there. But I think by the end, maybe also learning a new army myself, yeah. playing these guys for the first time. Um, but yeah, I would be lying if I didn't say I was overwhelmed by, <laughs> by the end. Yeah, sure. Yes, and, and that's part of the trick was, it was four games. So what are we getting three additional upgrades per game? So we yeah. start with six. So we're ending with what? Fucking 15, 15. 15 each. Yeah. So in theory, there's 30 rules to remember. Yeah. And they're on heroes that you've already neurally linked. Like if oh, you see yeah. a Gondor King, you know what a Gondor King does. But when you see a Gondor King at Kali's tournament, you're like, oh. Yeah, what? I think the most common thing I heard of the tournament was, oh yeah, he does do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Every game there was absolutely. that moment. Absolutely. Yeah, and especially when it's an important thing. Like I think... Even just like, yeah. yeah, game one, someone was like, oh yeah, he calls a free heroic once during the game whenever I want. Yep. And so last turn, he's like, heroic move. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I thought okay. you were out of my... Oh. Yeah. And I think I've, I've written all down all the other rules. I'm like, okay, I think I've got the rest of them. Yeah. And then just one slip your mind and it's like, okay, that's massive. That's a swing. Yeah. That um, 100% happened with my fight seven captain. Oh, yeah. I, I think I got charged twice by like elf units. Yeah. Like elf and heroes going, or whatever. Yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, oh, hey, he's fight seven. <laughs> And they're like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. 
and I was like, you can recharge or whatever, you know, like oh, depending yeah, on the situation was. Especially yeah. anyone going to these types, you have to be lenient. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you're going in trying to have a really <laughs> competitive day and you're trying to be you can't. This yeah. is not this is not the tournament to be competitive. Yeah, absolutely. One, there's too many like gotchas, there's too many silly buggers things and there's a lot going on. Also, yeah, there, it's just there are other tournaments for it. I yeah, lo- yeah, exactly. I love, we it, we both it. love being competitive. We want to yeah. be winning. There's there's a time Save it for masters. This <laughs> for this sure. was here for fun, uh, and look, I'm still gonna, we're still going to try and win. absolutely, but yeah. we're not going to try and win at the expense of the vibe that was there at the day yeah. and the vibe of what the tournament's trying to put out. For sure. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's it's very true. So so many special rules getting thrown about, and I think the four day el- the four day. The full game element really fricked it as well, like... Oh, yeah. Because you were so... Just tired from game fatigue, essentially. Yeah, for sure. Especially, it was, so it was 500 points, so the games aren't too long, but by the fourth one, you're going... I, I, just, I don't know about you, you guys. My legs are usually <laughs> done by game three. Uh, yep. I, I need to bring, like, slippers or something. I, yeah. I need to bring more comfortable shoes. It's just... Um, or just remember to sit down during my own turns, but then you're also like, I want to make sure that the hero that can now summon goats isn't uh, running off anywhere uh, random. So you want to, you want to be, you got to get that eagle eye view. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I, I want to sort of preface, uh, I guess post first set. We just sort of rattled out a few, maybe potential negatives. I, I want to be clear. Tournament was fucking sick. Oh, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, the, Kylie, I, we talked to Kylie coming back from Masters and she was already had page of these special yeah. rules. The <laughs> amount of effort that has gone into that, insane. And it was yeah. super fun. Super yeah. fun. Um, I love building lists generally and having a restriction, awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Now you've just said, yeah, the list restrictions, no named heroes. Is there anything you noticed in that tournament? Like when no named heroes is dropped, a few certain choice units show their head absolutely so as soon as i knew what it was even months before you you're you're scouring the rule book you're going i want some you need things that others don't have yeah it was pretty obvious what one of the units was going to be king, dwarf king's champion king's champ he's, he's a unit he's a unit two banners in your army cheap for 500 points has strike has strike and fight six i think and fight, six fight six is, six is massive as, as well against yeah kings of men on fight five and things yep. like that um, for sure. Um, the other thing was um, anything with will. So we knew kind of going in oh, that yeah. spells were going to use will. You would get will throughout the tournament, but yep. will was in- important. Yeah. Um, so things like uh, kings of men, dwarf kings Bonus that have the extra will. will. Yep. I did con- I did kind of consider doing a shade or a barrow white because they have a lot of will. But again, it felt... Uh, I can't work bring myself to bring the, the shade. The shade yet. is gross. Uh, it is for sure, and I didn't want to. Again, you want to have fun. I want something to move around instead of. Although you know what, I I think the it shade could have been the without tournament. the witch king or Gulliver, mm, especially because you're not, not using you're using the will for spells. It means you're not yeah. using the will for his. D- that was a, that's an interesting one. I might think about that next time. Mm, yeah, do it. Filthy <laughs> filthy shade Angmar. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, so I think those are the two noticeable ones. Yeah. Uh, what else did we see? We saw Khan, which doesn't come up often, but... Um, yeah, because they've got the strike. Yeah, 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 Khan, yeah. There was, yeah, a lot of dwarves is the main thing. A lot of dwarves, which is justifiable because they're a good solid army list with good hero options. Mm. And I think the king's champion and a king was... Yeah, because even the dwarf yeah. king rock and fight six. Yeah, super strong. There were I wasn't the only ballista, believe it or not. Oh. So there was a dwarf ballista. There was another Avenger Thrower. 
Um, right. So that was an option, and I didn't expect that, but it, it, I guess when so, when you get told that heroes are going to be strong, and you're like, well, I have a strength seven yeah. thing that shoots d6, well, two d6 take the highest times. Yeah. And you want to try and smoke them before they get to combat. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting because they can one. They're one of the ways to deal with an insane hero. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, King's Champ maybe is an exception because he's d9 or something with yeah. five fate. But like, let's say a, a dwarf king. Like, the Ballista could one-shot that. Yeah, for sure. And even if he doesn't, he's going to be very cautious of it. Yeah. And then the other side of that is also, he is a hero, the Siege Vet, technically. You don't need to buy the upgrade. Mm -hmm. He comes as a hero. Which means any ranged upgrades, you have a place to put it. Exactly. Like, my, my list has nothing. Yeah, I felt like diversity in terms of the heroes you're getting. So you kind of wanted... And in my list, it worked out really nicely. So yeah. my King of Men was kind of the more spellcaster guy because he had a heap of will. Uh, Knight of the White Tower was the hitter. He just got everything. He whacked stuff. And anything shooting, just chucked it on the back. On the back. Yeah. It's a good uh, system. It's a good it, system. It, I think it worked out decently in the end, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Sick. All right, and now we've mentioned sort of the maybe potential burnout of the special rules. But... Let's go to the absolutely fun side of it, which is the fact that there was so many fucking special rules that the games were so interesting. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I feel like sometimes you can get into a rhythm of you see the army, you go, yeah. oh, classic, Gulliver, the Witch yeah, King, yeah. And, a, and a Barrow White. I know what's going we on. We know what's yeah. the vibe. It turns on, turned on its head, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when you see old Lugia go down the other side of the table, you're like, well, the what is this? Lugia. How is this going to change the game in Recon? <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. You just got to keep on, you had to keep on your toes. You couldn't just stay kind of locked in the usual mm. mindset. You mm. had to adjust, and your opponent was having to adjust because you're bringing something just as wacky. Yeah, yeah. So like there was there was a game where there were three Dwarf Kings, right? Okay. Simple. Yeah. Wait, um, Henry's List, it was a cool list. Oh, nice. Three Dwarf Kings, and one of them was an absolute beat up. One of them had like eight inch move and maybe three marches or something. I can't, I can't quite recall. Yeah. He had something cool going on. So they're, they're, even though there were three dwarf kings, they were all different. Yeah. All very different. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and you have to treat each. You yeah. can't just charge in the exact same way on each one. Yeah. Uh, you Which made it so much more fun Absolutely. to uh, to have to deal with them in different ways or try to. Uh, in my case, not. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On top of the special rules, I think the for me anyway the most fu- fun part of the tournament familiars yeah your what familiar you was, was great <laughs> I will say um, I think it was interesting yeah for sure I think um, because a lot of them were linked to the army first it was a good chance to see people's hobbying regarding that that was my favourite it was very part. sick so you were seeing cool like scorpions and yeah. dragons yeah, and, that scorpion and was dope that was, that was so cool. that was very cool um, I thought I, was, I think I saw a rock golem or something. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it's because obviously the door. So, we get, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Re- some really cool stuff. Um, and again, it's just another layer of just really tactical play. Um, and it, another fresh unit, right? Yeah, absolutely. To learn how to respond to. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and there was a couple of people that had like the hitter familiar so they're, <laughs> they're on <laughs> they're on a couple of attacks and you're kind of like well it's essentially in my mind it's another hero to yeah. deal with so you go well how do I usually deal with your monsters and you can apply the basics but you've got to go okay well he has the flaming spin attack and how do I, how do <laughs> I adjust to that and a might point in the bank as well so it's like yeah you can't just deal with it like a generic monster. You have to treat it a little bit like a hero monster. Yeah, and even and if then, it means just committing a banner over yeah. there, that, could, that can change things. Because yeah. if you're fighting a 
fight four army again with fight three it's like well how am i compensating am i just going to shield on the other side and hold it up yeah do i have to send another hero over there it's it's, an, it's a bit of thought yeah yeah for sure super fun dynamic with the little the grizzlies that we're running about yeah and yeah like you mentioned my favorite part had to be all the hobby that went into those dudes because oh, as, as a rule there was no model for any of them oh you didn't you didn't even have to i think you could just get a kind of gribbly from from kyle just like an animal or something I didn't see much of that. I think everyone kind of wanted... They yeah. went there and they wanted yeah. to do it, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and even just, like, little things, like, I... My arrow is not particularly going to go into the, mi- the into the fray, so he's kind of skirting around the back, yeah. chucking out a wound. Pew, pew, pew. The amount of things that flew around a flank trying to get him... Oh, really? It was insane. <laughs> they wanted it out for him. It was ridiculous. Um, but even when, like, a knight goes in, they, oh, they do two wounds, so he's got one wound left. He's going to try and run away. <laughs> And he, or, or he'll yeah. just go out and he's courage five with with six will. He can grab an objective and sit there. He's not failing. Yeah, nah. that's really good actually. So there's just little things that like he's not he's not amazing, but he can do just very niche things that. That's and quite cool. I had Citadel Guard as well on horse, so they were kind of doing their thing yeah. as well. But it was nice to have a little thing, just even just to tag someone yeah. so they could get the charge off or little things like that. Because you, to importantly, you're on a 25 mil yes, base, right? So yes. you can slip in with that eight inch move. Yeah, and, and fight someone. four. So even in the battle line, if someone over commits a little bit and they fight for as well just jump yeah. in draw the fight yeah yeah interesting yeah so you 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 really our, our two familiars were very much opposite sides of the coin very much because so, i yeah. i could not send my dragon to hold an objective i think he was like courage three or four like really quite bad yeah, yeah. but obviously um fucking three attacks yeah, six. so like yeah. i could run in beat people up I was more vulnerable to getting killed, I think, because of that huge base. Like, if they ever tagged me, I could die. Whereas you're such a small base, they're getting one model onto you. Like, even if they get a hero, you can't die. Yeah, and and I think I got one or two of the Oblivious to, to Pains off on the six, and it's like, it's just a, a little fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I genuinely, side little small tangent, I think I've talked about this before. I hate the Oblivious to Pain special rule. Sorry, yeah. Jay. I think it's so <laughs> dumb because you are always going to roll for it like this mainly on berserkers yeah you're always going to roll for it even if there's three wounds oh and yeah three you shots always pick it up and go sixes. I'm going to roll three sixes you have to roll it <laughs> and it's such a nothing roll like the odds are so freaking low now one dice you've got a 16% are great the moment you hit two dice it goes to like what 4% or something yeah. but you have to roll it so it's extra dice getting rolled in the game slows down the game it's very bit. much inconsequential especially if you've picked up half a dozen berserkers in your army and you're going (laughs) (laughs) well you go mono berserkers but hey who's who's doing that (laughs) um absolutely and i think they were they're a cool profile people want to take them as well and it's just something they kind of have whereas the old edition they were just d6 which meant they scathed half the wounds from strength threes yep yeah and and, and honestly teaching especially because isengard's probably a very beginner friendly army i'd say Telling a beginner, cool, he's defense five, but when yeah. you're shooting at him, he's defense six. It's kind of like a Corsair Arbalester where introducing that to a new player just isn't the way yeah. you do it. Yeah. You don't want to and deal then, with it. Lastly, what the reason they did it was because they didn't want defense six berserkers at the front of a pike wall. Yeah. Just stop doing like sideways fixes. Just say this model cannot be pike supported because he's fucking feral. Yep. Anyway, good tangent. Let's <laughs> get back on topic. <laughs> I'm very I have strong feelings about oblivious to pain. Um Familiars and how cool they are. <laughs> yes. Did you... Because we talked in your army very briefly about your abilities. There's a little combo in there that's hidden that I've sort of picked up on. Did you ever do the knight flagellation plus heal in the same turn? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, um, hopefully, for, the, for those who don't know, so the knight has a two-handed sword. He must... He doesn't have to. He could use his dagger, but that's lame. <laughs> so, he's going to use his two-handed broadsword. If he rolls the natty six, he keeps it. Yep. Awesome. If I'm rolling a five, it's a four. Mm. Horrific. Mm. Even with a, a guy behind him and a banner, we're still the banner, yeah. not looking fantastic. So, the ability to go... He has three might anyway. He can use one of them, whack himself for a wound, get the six. He's on fight five. Yeah. Um, hopefully kill something. And then the arrow just goes, you there. <laughs> get back up, mate. Yeah, get take that away. <laughs> and I'm usually, even if I'm using two dice to guarantee the wound mm. to get that gets back, so worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, so you were able to pull it off in game? Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. Which is great. Because you want to use the rules. Absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. it's so lame if you just don't. And, and what's interesting is like, Carly didn't build those rules to go together right she's just got this huge check sheet of rules that she dished out randomly in, yeah. essentially and yours just so happened to come up trumps basically yeah and I don't think I ever used it on the king because it kind of went when the king went in he <laughs> died or lived <laughs> that, that was it um, so it was nice to have kind of have a, a place for it and I kind of that was why I choose realistically I could actually choose what spell I gave the yep. Um, the bolt and it was just one of the spells I got that I could give my heroes and I chose not to and I could have given it like something aggressive but I thought just yeah. something yeah more again more passive so it doesn't seem as con <laughs> conspicuous I guess yeah yeah he, when when we played our games I was just sort of like look that arrow is annoying but it's not doing much yeah it does but that's what you want yeah, absolutely. Yes, and especially when you go, oh, awesome. He's taking a wound. I just need to get one more wound on him. Mm. But it's a spell that happens in the move phase. So you're not going to shoot him out. Yeah, true. Um, true. And worst case, if I did roll double ones or a two and a one on two dice, the knight just backs away. He'll take a turn, an extra turn to get the heal off again. And yeah. then you just jump, throw him back in. Yeah. Meanwhile, the knight, the, the king's over there with his lance going, okay, I'm going to threaten your flank. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, you gotta, you got to keep your eye out everywhere. Yeah, it's really cool. You've got two, essentially, absolute whackers. Now, did that fucking... Oh, my God. Did Copycat get used to good effect? Because that ability is Copycat insane. was my ace in the hole every game. Yeah. <laughs> it there, was amazing. There was some rules that Carly wrote that I was like, look, I think this is overtuned, but this is the tournament to practice. Yeah, absolutely. All this sort of stuff. And to me... That is too much. Like, not having a range cap was insane. Yeah, I the range cap also just being able to use it on friendly here. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Because we play tested without you being able to do that. Yeah, we play tested. And obviously, I was count, I was calling it on one of your heroes. Yeah. For, and obviously, just trying to counter a move. Yep. But if I lost priority and I called it, you could yeah, bastard battle it. Yeah. And then I, my king <laughs> would copycat it. And it was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I realized I could do it on my own heroes which is a striking knight of the white tower yeah everything just went oh, he can be on the other side of the flank goes into something and knight I don't think has to be in combat to strike to, not, to strike no he, I don't think you have to because yeah. obviously you can do it to stop being bold so. to get bold and yeah. or oh no you can't do it as a spear support for some reason but, no but you can strike not in combat yeah yet. so even he could be just in, in the block and calls a strike out of nowhere yep and the king goes That's, that looks good to me I'll take it um, yeah, obviously the intention was clear because you had to call it at, before priorities roll. So they, yeah. they have an idea. Maybe they think it's a move. I will, sometimes I, will, I would call a move one turn and then the next turn call the strike so they yep. wouldn't wouldn't be ready for it. But yeah, it was poking. Yeah, Absolutely so it's before poking. priority so you don't know if you have to call the move or not. So at least that part's good. But at least they don't know what it is yeah. until you call it. Yeah. The, the part that gets me is you gain full control, right? Master of Battle is sort of like to 
soften your opponent or to mm. to disin to disincentivize your opponent from calling things. Yeah. Whereas this one, you have full control. You get to either be a master of battle and stop your opponent yeah. or disincentivize. Or, yeah, or, a, or just fucking a, a boosted or, hero, yeah. or you essentially get to spend two point two points of might for one. You get two for one deal. Yeah, yeah. Strong, it's good. It's really good, yeah. Um how did the king play out? Um because you mentioned self-imposed restrictions. So, realistically, the the majority of the time he went in, killed stuff, eventually died. Mm, which was mm. fine, because hopefully <laughs> by then I've broken my opponent. Gondor's got the plus one courage. Yeah. So, hopefully my opponent is running. Yeah, in theory, point. you're happy to trade breaks. Oh, yeah. Not absolutely. every army likes doing um, that. My only issue was a lot of dwarves, <laughs> and who don't mind sticking around. They're yeah, really they're good at sticking good. around. They're also good. Um, but the main thing as well is I've got a knight, two citadel guards on halls, and the king. So they could form a little contingent, I think, and seize the prize. They dug it up, and the four of them just Ooh. kind of did got their way around and took it off the board eventually. Oh, um, you don't you don't get that too often. You don't get it too often. Ah. Um, yeah, it, it was. Very much the classic wed formation around it. Pick it up, <laughs> pass it off, Hell and yeah. start running. Although I did get very lucky because my opponent didn't pick it up for two turns. <laughs> Your <laughs> opponent is... was me, apparently. I always <laughs> failed to pick it See, up. See, the pri- it's just such a swing. Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah. Well, in fairness, if they were by the objective, by the time you got there, there's cat mm. play. Absolutely, yeah. So, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to be dissing them, but sounds like if they were already on the objective digging, they could have prepared for... Yeah, I think, and again, I think people often kind of dismiss the five-inch move on dwarves. Yeah. It does matter. It absolutely matters. matters. You have to march in that one. Because it starts 12 inches away, right? Yeah. So it's two and a half turns. So you've got to march. Yeah, especially because most of the time it's, yeah, you're auto-calling a march, and then I'm going, well, I'm I'm going to copy copy your march. You dog. And so I've got an an extra might point in the pocket from from turn one. Mm, Yeah. Um, Rude. And the last hero we've got to mention is the guy hiding behind a volley of strength seven shots. Oh, he's How did he go? He, look, he's okay. I've realized that through, yeah, throughout the tournament, good, yeah, good armies, shooting, you have to be proactive. You can't mm. just sit there shooting to combat. Spear supports are limited, so you can't always go for them. Yeah. You have to be moving. Um, they're great for breaking open shield walls, which is awesome. Eventually, he got... So, he's, I think by the second or last turn... He, last game, sorry. Yep. Three plus to hit. Awesome. Mental. And I think he got an extra might also, which Oof. is, again, awesome. That's pretty important too. That's ma- massive, especially when you win on th- threes on Normally a lot of threes things. threes and fours, yeah. Any weird fluff, you just go, okay, my twos are three. If it's important yeah. enough, here we go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, it's, all, I feel it's, it's usually always worth it. Um, yeah, if it's a hero or something and you can just take them off the board. Yeah, because a lot of these games I did have a number supremacy because I kind of spammed out the, the shield yeah, wall. Yeah. Any extra numbers I can get is massive because it just True. means one extra guy in his spear support go around and get a trap. Yeah. And it lets you, it, it opens up flanking, first of all. Yeah. Because they're line shrinks. And it also, like, just, yeah, opens up that numbers dice advantage. Yeah, and the thing is, if anyone counterflanks the flank with a spear support, well, the bullet is going cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and worst case, you get stuck. I've you. I can't win a shield. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just 100%. sit there and you have fun with that. Yeah, and like the blister, because you've taken the upgrade. It's only 70? 70, 70, 75, Yeah, yeah. 
Alright. It, 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 does, it doesn't... I don't think it's overpowered. I think it's good nah, in the yeah, right list. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Oh, I wasn't saying it's undercosted yeah. or anything, but like I'm saying, I'm thinking 70 points to do nothing isn't that great, but it didn't do nothing. It, it, no, no. It triggers the early game and forces your opponent, so... Even then, you've still got, what, three models does it come with? Yeah, so with the... I think with the FAQ or something, it's, yeah, the Siege Vet and then two of his blokes yeah. with him. So you've still got 27 points that you can run yep. in if you really need to. And that's the thing, yeah, you bring him all along and he's got two my points to just yeah. cross off. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah I think cool. in our practice, you sneaky called with a Siege Vet. <laughs> yeah, Which he, was very good. I, yeah. did, I was like, you can either call it with the King or the Knight and that'll waste your might. And you're like, I'll call it with the Siege Vet. It's like, fuck. Yeah, he's been you sure can. <laughs> Especially because I've got him on a little base, so he's walking. I'm just kind of grabbing it and moving yeah. it forward, so yeah. I don't have to spend too long doing it. So it's a little sneaky. And yeah, he just kind of runs forward. Nah, very good. Um, so I'll quickly. You've heard my interviews and some of my upgrades. The cool things that I got was I could summon more goats with a different special rule. <laughs> I didn't get that till the last game. That's a shame. But yeah. um, if my hero killed another hero, I could summon a goat, which was very good fun. Uh, that was kind of it. Like, everything else was just, like, stat upgrades or... I mean, my goat gained Transfix. That was also funny. Like, the mount <laughs> could oh, cast no, Transfix. That's awesome. That's and I got, like, awesome. a plus two wheel tile as well. So, like, it was a three wheel goat. Yeah, Very awesome. funny. Um, but nothing too crazy. And I think me and Albert talk about this a bit longer. But, yeah, why I, I wanted to get you here is to just sort of recap the tourney experience. So, um... We've, we've vaguely touched on your games. We've vaguely touched on your upgrades and everything. How did you find it? Honestly, a heap of fun. I would yeah. recommend anyone in the scene that just wants to have a fun day of it. You absolutely yeah. got to go. Got to go. Yeah. Um, is part of it the mindset that you go into that tournament, right? Like, you're not there to compete. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I think everyone should go in. And you ta- even if you take a meme list, you do the best <laughs> you can with the meme list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a great part of just list building and stuff. And I think the special rules, just a whole nother level of just tactics and just fun on the day. It's just when someone pull, goes around and goes, oh yeah, he's fight seven, <laughs> defense yeah, yeah, nine. Yeah. And it's like, that's sick ass. That's yeah. awesome. Because um, yeah. the whole point is, yeah, you don't have your Dane rolling around. So it's like, this is my teenage Dane or something. And he's rolling <laughs> well, around. Well, yeah, so it yeah. opens up the theme options, which is Absolutely. really, really, really cool. Yeah, especially when you've got people named. So like my Nut of the White Tower is like Sir Renfrey and he's hmm. the mentor of the, the King of Men. It's like, hey, yeah. Very good. So it's just like little little memey stuff as well. But yeah, it just opens all that up. Um, all the special rules are just good fun. I'd, you don't want to take two, like um, one, ma- you're not going to take one massive hero, especially not unnamed. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they were, I, we didn't mention it yet, I think, but they were capped in how many they could hold. I think they could hold six special rules. I think it was six. Which included yeah. stat changes stat changes which I think by the end and the thing is if you really despise the idea of too many special rules it's pretty easy to just take stat upgrades for a lot of them yeah but I think you want to take a couple it's kind of what the thing is built on (laughs) Kyle's got a massive massive living document of everything metric ton I reckon absolutely I reckon some of them just haven't been used still at a guess I'd say there was definitely 50 because some of them did get um, some people did have the same rule across yeah, it, but yeah, they were yeah. cool enough ones where you didn't care. Oh, yeah. What I wanted to know was how was the complexity for you, and how do you think the complexity would be for newer players? Um, look, I'll, I'll be honest, for newer players, you want to be comfortable with, you need to be comfortable with your army first. Yeah. If you expect to run in new army, then learn all the new rules on the day you're going to have a rough time of it. Especially yep. if it's like one of your first tournaments yep. and you're already overwhelmed by everything. <laughs> um, but still, I recommend going to tournaments. But, yeah. Um, yeah, for those who know the game, 
for sure, especially if you if you're not sure how well I can take it on. Mm. Take an army you know already because mm. it's not you don't have to go. Oh, what's the defense of an Uruk yeah, scout yeah, yeah. with a shield? You've got the um, you've got your the easy parts. The intrinsic knowledge, and then yep. you just go, okay, yeah, the captain's got one thing, that captain's got one thing, and then done. you figure more out from there. Yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it's very interesting. So. I did in my last round actually play someone who it was their first tournament. Mm. They still had a good day, and it sounded like they had a blast. I think it's hard, which not is to have great. A good day. Yeah, that, that was the yeah. thing. So this would fall flat if you were trying to compete. I think, like yeah. with so many special rules, and it's your first tournament. If you were going in expecting to win or something, no, no you yeah. would. Oh, it's a massive. It's a it's a swinging tournament, which is great. But honestly. yeah, exactly. I think the the swinginess and the fact that everybody was there to have a lark and mm. not. Um, like again we're all still trying to win yeah. but we're trying to win within the bounds of, of what's set out yeah absolutely so I think it's a different social contract right? it is it's yeah. a whole different social contract like it's not the same as Masters or um, Clash yeah we're not sure. really knuckling down and perfecting everything mm. we're there to see how these special rules play out to try and make the coolest heroes we can yeah and to fuck about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the rule of cool dominates. Yeah, for rule sure. of cool. That's it. This is the rule of cool tournament, basically. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and even if even if they people weren't confident, again, it's not like they are they are ridiculous to understand that you can ask any anyone would sit yes. there. And again, this is just I think hopefully the entire community <laughs> as a whole, everyone's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've I've yet to run into someone who I've really yeah yeah. Basically. Um, and yeah, that was it. So I think my opponent, I, I would constantly point out, particularly the mm. last game, constantly point out when someone's stats were different. You know, yeah. So I think he plunged a hero into the back line and I was like, oh, I've mastered battle. And he's like, oh yeah, you do, don't you? So if I strike, there's a, there's a risk. Yeah. And he committed to it, but I was like, look, I As pointed it the, out. Yeah, because you know the mean? worst thing you want to do is someone... Does an elaborate set of moves? You get all yeah, the way through yeah, exactly, the fight phase, exactly. and you're like, "Oh yeah, gotcha." Yeah, I've got the heroic um, strike. Do it in, in the move phase. If someone wants to move back, let them move. Yeah, back. exactly. Yeah, that you, was it. You have to do that because other, otherwise, yeah, it's just because then the opponent's in there the whole the rest of the time going, well, I, "I just yeah, lost my captain." And, I could have won this game yeah. except for this moment where or, you. Or even just the competitive. No one wants to sit, sit through four or five turns of just non-competitive cleanup on the battlefield. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> that that that's like one of the drags of this game. If if something really fricks up, Especially and it's just early, clean yeah. up, or mainly, I think when the the game roll, it's like three up, three up, three up, three yeah. up, three up, three up, and we're like, oh fuck, this game's over, man. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when like early on, like something you like, uh, it didn't. I, I didn't play it, but myself, contest of champions. Yeah. Game could be over ter- first two turns. Literally, realistically, literally turn one and, or two, and like, you're sitting yeah. there going, well. Even if I get every other victory point, I'm still losing. Yeah, if I break you, if I... Like, yeah. the only way to win is tabling, and presumably... You're, avoid, you're not Yeah, you're not doing that if you're losing a leader. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I think as... What's, what was really cool, like like you mentioned, and like I mentioned, like you, the complexity levels are tippy-top. Yeah. This is as complex as the tournament's going to get. Yeah, for sure. I, I can't see a world in which, unless you fundamentally change the game but then you're just not playing <laughs> the not playing MSG anymore <laughs> what I liked is the complexity was insane that's that's my jam mm. but because everyone was there to chill out and like nobody was everyone was doing take backsies you know what I mean everyone was like oh remember this is this and you go oh shit can yeah. I redo and everyone's like yeah of course yeah. like if you stuffed up per se your opponent would point it out and you could retract. Like, it wasn't like... Yeah, You've moved absolutely. the model, chess rules, hands are off, it's over. 
Oh, yeah. If that was the case, if it was <laughs> yeah. a master level, oh, I would have been so cursed overall. Oh, I would have been ridiculous. If I'm, yeah, don't even mention copycat. It's like, if you re read my profile, oh, yeah. man, come on. Yeah, it's a true <laughs> down here. Um, so I think that was sort of a saving grace to a newer player. I think you yeah. can still, if Kylie runs this tournament again and you listened and you liked the sound of it, I think you can compete. Like, I think you yeah. can go there no matter your experience level purely because everyone's going to be like basically nice about it yeah for sure yeah. absolutely like we're not here to just pub stomp and then laugh because you didn't know that I had six <laughs> rules we're here to be like you idiot <laughs> you idiot we're here to be like oh actually he's got this do you sure you want to do that and then you yeah. can go nah fuck no yeah, <laughs> of course I don't absolutely want to of course I don't want to charge the fight seven captain um well that about covers it Alex thanks for coming on and uh extrapolating your thoughts uh any closing statements Guys, get out there, get painting, get playing. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I'll take everyone's uh, traps and games. Every, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 bottom, every podcast ending. Yep. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> well, we've just heard all of the interviews, Geordie. It sounded like a little bit of a cracking day. Oh, uh, yeah. A few ups and downs in there. What were the highlights? And I'm keen to kind of get a bit more of a detailed... Um, deep dive on all the cool shenanigans that you had on your yeah, heroes at the yeah, end, yeah. right? Yeah, and so for the dear listener, all the actual abilities that I got, I got a hold of Kylie and she sent them across. So yeah. we'll upload a little doc with yeah. them on it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you've got a quick reference. But yeah, a cool day. Um, had a, a decent, uh, look, a decent little score at the end of it, uh, as you we heard. 3-1. 3-1. That's good Not result. too bad. Um, I usually go one and three. <laughs> so we went down to Henry Kerr's uh, dwarf, so a little bit of dwarf civil war, which was fun. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. As you heard, there was maybe a very non-statistical killing of a <laughs> Defence 10 hero. It's not supposed to be a flash killable. Three attacks, flash ridiculous. kill. It's ridiculous. Uh, but hey, it's a dice game. That's what we signed up for. It is a dice game. This um, is true. But no, it was really cool. And so I think... The thing to lean in here is, you know, the end result. Like, what all my dudes were doing by the end of it. Because yeah, 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 yeah. it gets yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's kind of a um, compound, right? Because four games in a day is a lot. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just standard tournament play. Yeah. But then if you're adding on, like, you've got 12 additional special rules. Like, I've got 12 and they've got Yeah, 12. so 24 yeah. that you're trying to juggle in your head at yeah. any given point in terms of interactions and possible outcomes. That's a lot going yeah. on right? yeah again i think this this tournament is i don't want to drill this in a negative way yeah, yeah, yeah. i really yeah. mean this in a positive way yeah. it's aimed at a certain type of people yeah and i think it sells really well yeah to that certain type of people like yeah. i had the best time the genuinely this is sort of the tournament for me that's really, yeah look i think i would definitely struggle yeah at this kind of tournament yeah. because i can barely remember the special rules that are baked into my profiles <laughs> um, but having said that it you're, you're right for for experienced players it actually adds something really fresh and dynamic very, that's a good right? that's a good sort of point and because a good way to word it it completely very fresh. changes changes the the interactions of armies on the tabletop the fact that there are no named heroes is also great because it kind of levels it 
a little bit yeah. in terms of like you you don't have any specific Aragorns. Everything is flash killable, even a defense ten. Defense ten, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and and so there's there's always going to be answers for things, but you've got a completely different set of interactions, which is completely unique. Well, right? the other interesting part of the unnamed hero aspect, I'm just going to quick quick aside, uh, and I, you probably find this at most of them, is a certain few unnamed heroes rise to the top. Yeah, I'm thinking anything with fight six. Yeah, a lot of dwarf kings. Yeah. Yeah, King's Champ, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and there, were, I think there were sort of more elves than normal. Yeah, you've got that, those fights. Yeah, six. true. Um, true. So I thought that was interesting. Like the moment you put in that is unnamed heroes. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. this sect of unnamed heroes that suddenly, like you know, raise their chest up and they're like, oh, yeah, right. they're just below that kind of big tier hero, and yeah. the little buffs go a long way to making yeah. them. You know, big fish, little pond kind of thing, yeah. right? Now, in saying that, I still am very happy with my choice of captain. I think the Iron Hills did a pretty good job. But I think it's a great like. If I think if it's just a good five hundred. Totally. Yeah. Special totally. rules aside. Yeah, yeah, and and you're right. Like, I think inherently, dwarves and elves are going to be a little bit better at this kind of points level and with no named heroes because at this points level for elves if they're taking one of their big heroes it means that their yeah. numbers are severely impacted yeah. right so that's interesting it's very yeah. interesting. it's a good I way did to change, find that change the meta yeah. right yeah. whole new meta basically which was cool but back to the cool uh cool, fuck off cool elves back to the cool dwarves yeah of course, <laughs> of course. yeah so you covered off um, in in your discussion with Alex, what you'd actually started out with, yeah. But like you were saying, they progress throughout the day. So how did they actually go? How did they progress? What did you end up with? What bonkers Ooh. stat lines did these captains end up with? It did not have been too crazy. I mean, the first insane thing was that my mounted captain got plus two defense. <laughs> so yeah. that was bonkers. So yeah. we had that, and uh, he got that in the first round. Yeah, he got it very early on. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So That's I mean. Good. Both my captains were just nigh untouchable. Yeah. Sans one moment. Um, <laughs> the the other, the next sort of fun bit, well, in theory it should have been fun, was I said in the intro, I'm here to summon goats. Yeah. One of the first abilities I got gave me re-rolls to my cast. It's heading in the right direction. So I'm casting on a five up. Whiffs. Sure. It's only a one in three to get a goat. Sure. Why not re-roll that? Essentially turn it into a, a 50-50. Yeah. Still fail every time. No justice. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> justice for goats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in the, the final round, this is where it really kicks kicks into gear. So after the crushing loss to Henry Kerr, we then go into the final round and my poor opponent just was not ready for this. Yeah. I got transfix, but my heroes were full. So the only possible section I could put it in was... Because you only had two heroes and there was a yep. cap. There's a cap of, of six abilities. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So my goat gained transfix. I feel like that that of any mount that were to get that rule, goat... The goat's is, the one. The goat's the one. I mean, you, you look in that goat in the eyes and you're like... Man, there is Whoa. something transfixing about those yeah. irises. <laughs> weird shapes, man. Um, and the, the last super fun ability... Right? I've, I've failed to summon goats in about three games now, right? <laughs> what if I had a different way to summon goats? Surely. So, 
I got an ability where if I kill an enemy, I, I believe the, the actual wording was an enemy model over like 25 points or something. Right. Okay. Basically an enemy hero. Yeah. I get to summon what was a, like a, a spirit. Oh. But... So basically pull their ghost out. And pull their like, ghost out. Come but what me. if instead I pulled their goat out? Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> got a little inner goat. Yeah. <laughs> so I basically said to Kylie, this is basically a goat. Can I just do a goat instead? Yeah. I yeah, don't care if I lose yeah. the blades of the dead because yeah. it can't be blades of the dead. I don't Whatever. care. Whatever. Whatever. Or You've got the goats goat. painted there. The goats are ready. They're ready That's to what go. they were here for. Yeah, so, um, So I had a... Captain who could summon goats on a five plus re-rollable. The goat master. And a, he was mounted on a goat. He mounted could on a goat. Goats. He could summon goats. And when he killed someone of a high enough points value, a goat would a pop goat out would of pop it. Out. It was the dream. Surely there would have been at least one goat. I believe there was one goat. Fuck. At least you got one. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> if I got you one. hadn't have got that one goat and you had done all that hobbying. I, yeah, literally I put like a, a good... I don't know, 20 odd, 20, 30 minutes into those little baby goats. They, looked, they, goats they were good great. looking goats. They look really good. Oh man, I wish there had been more goat action in your life. <sighs> Just to clarify, with the goat that casts uh, Dreamfix, <laughs> yeah. was that like an auto cast? Oh no, or was it, it was, like a four or five up? I believe it was a four up. I mean, right. everyone on the Insta can check. It was a four up and it had a six inch range as well. Okay. So okay. it wasn't genuinely transfixed. It was like a shorter. Sure, text, sure. You still take it. I mean, you can't really see a goat's eyes further than six yeah, inches well, away. Anyway, You'll so see the whites in the right. That's right. That's um, so, <laughs> so it was, it was, and that's my goal was to summon goats that whole day. So okay. Okay. if, if my goal was to podium success, yep. it wasn't. Yeah. I wanted to summon like a goat every, every game and have that goat kill or like have that goat be the cause of a trap or have that goat, you know, do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Spider Queen with the brood yeah, leaves, yeah, you throw yeah. down the spot and you got this cool like interaction. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, that's, 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 um, that's so, hey, now you mentioned it in passing there, but yeah. I don't think that we've actually talked about the fact that you've podiumed yet again. Ah, oh, well, uh, yeah. So you came third. Yeah, is that third right? Place. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's very well done. Good result. Um, yep. You're still very much leading the tally in terms of podiums for two towers. Uh, uh, I, I'm yet yeah. to represent. We're just like a five to zero ratio. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm counting. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no point. Um, so congratulations on on that. Um, very good outcome. Uh, back to the the special rules though. Yeah. The captain on foot. What did did he get any upgrades throughout the day, or was he kind of more minor? He, he did. He he soaked a bunch of upgrades, but uh, look. I if I can't remember them, they weren't worth it. Yeah, you know? well, they, they weren't summoning goats, so they're kind of it, a, exactly. a footnote That's in the history books. <laughs> yep, yep, it was the goats and that was it. So I think he must have got like a defensive buff here or there. Like maybe he caused terror or something. You know, something vaguely along those lines. But as a rule, yeah, nothing cool. So, so that captain didn't get a huge amount of upgrades, but... One of the coolest models in this list, apart from the goats, who were a bit of a no-show. Well, yeah, the goats didn't show up on that day. Um, was the dragon. Yeah. This dragon's sick. It's so cool, isn't it? Really cool. So I'm assuming 3D print? Yeah, little 3D printer, baby dragon. Now, it, it's lost to me what the company is, but my mate basically has a subscription to yeah, a bunch cool. of, uh, a couple different 3D printers. And I just went, hey, do you have a dragon? And he's like, here's a couple. 
I was like, I, I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it shows very, very well. It fits really comfortably on the 60 mil base. It doesn't yes. feel, and like the model feels like it's kind of representing the profile as well. Do you want to mm. talk a little bit about the profile? Yeah. So quickly, it's like, it's fight four, which is good. Yeah. Strength six, three attacks, three wounds. The kicker is that big base. Yes. And he, he had baby fly, so he had an eight inch fly. So he was maneuverable, but... It wasn't OP. Like, it sounds like it's insane. I kind of really like 8-inch fly yeah. because it doesn't give you the flap flap um, across the board, yeah. right? But it does give you the flexibility of being able to do that launch over the back of their lines, which is a double-edged sword, like you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. a big base, it can get trapped and killed really so easily. easy. Um, the moment a fight five hero touches it with a trap, yeah. it's dead. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not tanky. Yeah, yeah. I should mention defense four, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. So. which, you know, it's it's punching like a brick, oh, yeah. but it goes down easily, which yeah. I love those kind of profiles. Yeah. They're so good. So um, how did that little fella oh, go? Did well. The dragon really, really did well. Awesome. So... Um, like I was sort of saying to Carly on the day, like I didn't have a lot of special rules with my beastie because everyone else was rocking like three or four special rules with their little minions. Interesting. But Carly was like, oh, one of the things that the creatures can roll is like a buff in stats. Right. So that's what's ended up happening was right. I rolled like the buff in stats as essentially a special rule. Sure. But yeah, the dragon kicked ass. Yeah. So my dwarves were like tanky, held the line. But if there was something in the back, my dragon could jump the lines, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Or like it was a real good support for the goat yes. captain. Yep. Just yep. goat captain charges in, call the heroic. Tag team. Yeah, yeah. They can both jump across the board. The dragon can jump across lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and like I think in my game against uh, David Leonard's two great beasties. Yeah. I think the dragon would have dealt three or four wounds on its own. I mean, the lance captain I think did the most, but I mean, the, sure. the dragon also was popping on five, so. Doing some doing some heavy lifting there as well, and it's cool because that's probably um, you know a, a gap in the list natively in yeah. gen- with the dwarves there. Yeah. Obviously, super tanky. The captains on goats can do some damage, but something that really reliably and consistently can deal out pain, punch proper hard. Yeah, that's cool. So I think we've talked um, about all of the awesome upgrades. Do you want to just kind of? Give us some closing thoughts on the on the day as a whole. Yeah, it was sweet. So you get the evolution of your, your captains across the day. Yeah. So they start out a little stronger than normal, and by the end of it, they're pretty bonkers. And then so are your opponents. That's the good news. Yeah. In a in a perfect world, it's still reasonably balanced. Uh really, really fun. And I I think you said it best in in our intro. Fresh. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games yeah. that I've never been out like I've never been able to play the game this way. Yeah. So to be able to play the game this way was super fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I want to drill home that it was really, really fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know <laughs> I, I've said there's maybe a level of entry involved. Yeah. If you're even intermediate, I think you can keep up. Yeah. If you're fresh, fresh, I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah. I think anyone like intermediate or above, like, I know you joked that you wouldn't be able to keep up, but you would. Yeah, you, know, you no, would. I, You'd be I, able to... I would. And I would have loved to have gone, to be perfectly yeah. honest. It just, you know, at that time, there was no, no, oh, there was no chance way of doing, making that work. But yeah, I mean, I love, I love that idea of tweaking things to 
make the game fun and exciting and feel fresh. Yeah, like, that's great. Obviously, bring out all the unnamed heroes uh, that don't see a lot of yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Um, which even you know, one of our earlier episodes, Dicky tried to do. Well, sorry, Dicky did that as well. He's like unnamed hero tournament. So yeah. He's. Yep. I, I think we referenced this tournament on that on that episode. Here it is. Yeah, you know, forgotten yeah, heroes. Yeah. 3.0. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, before we round things out, I think there's one last thing that we need to to do, and that is to peer into the Palantir. The Palantir is a dangerous tool, Salomon. Why? Why should we fear to use it? All right, Albert. So you're you had a look. You had a little looksies. I had it. Yes, I had a deep dive. You had a deep dive. Fact. Yeah. What um, have we got today? So, new YouTube channel. It's not strictly directly MESPG related. Okay. However, you've lost me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> there Good. are other games. Yeah. Uh, the three listeners that were still listening have just switched off. Yeah. Um, no. Um, uh, it's called Tabletop Alchemy. It's a YouTube mm. channel that covers hobby related things uh it's more of a focus on dnd but the thing i really like is that he has a lot of philosophical discussion about the hobby Mm. so there's quite a few talking heads videos like one of his recent ones was around talking about um the difference between hand making terrain 3d printing terrain and plastic terrain. Well, how bloody relevant. I know. I know. <laughs> and he had some great, just really interesting insights in terms of like, what what do you value? Do you value your time? Do you yeah. value your money? Yeah. Like, do you value creative freedom? And just mm. framing things within the hobby in a really um, insightful and interesting way. It's a good thing to have on when you're kind of painting in the background. So I thought I'd give it a shout. Like I say, it's not strictly MESBG related. It's a new-ish channel. He's already got you know a, a pretty significant following, but um, it's still early days in the channel. And I really like, he, he, I think he has a background in um, working in film. Yeah, so, right. Ooh. Like so the production quality yeah. is already very high and it's he's got a great voice. Um, so, you know, having that on, you, you can watch it definitely, but just having it on in the background as you're painting, um, it's really nice to just have a, an interesting voice talking about, you know, philosophical points around the hobby. Mm. No, sounds great. Now, can I do an anti-shout out? Yes. Yeah. Right, so I peered through the Palantir and saw something I didn't like. Really? Yeah. Oh. Hated it. Well, not they all got of the everything lost, wrong. Not all of the lost singing stones are accounted no. for. No. And you know who we bloody saw through the, the bloody singing stone? Who was it, Jody? Fucking last alliance of noobs of men. Ah, uh, those guys. Get right out of town. Come on. <laughs> what did they do this time, Jordy? Well, they just made a tier list. But they did everything wrong. <laughs> everything wrong. They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Captain's throwing it straight to DT. It wasn't even Eastling Captain. It was like, I don't know, a Haradrum Captain or something. Jeez. No idea what they're talking Jeez. about. So wow. I just thought I'd mention terrible people. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know, you've got to be careful when you're looking into the Palantir. <laughs> you know, it can lead you astray sometimes. <laughs> All right, brilliant. I think that about covers it. Yes, indeed. Until next time we are together, dear listener, have fun hobbying. And have fun gaming. See, See you later. later.